handle the truth. And we're live. Another Freedom Friday. I'm Alan. Great Divide Podcast. With me as always, James, We The People Radio. You can't handle the truth. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Super excited to be here for another Freedom Friday. Let's go. Uh, Who do do we have with us tonight, James? Uh, We got some good friends of the show. They've been uh, guests on, on our show, We The People. They've been guests on the Great Divide Podcast. Uh, they're fighting against the big bad government, fighting for our freedom of speech. Uh, some of our favorite people in this community, Joey Lynn and Robert Maceros. Welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> Good to see y'all. Man, that intro slaps. Thank Holy, you. You guys are the best. You guys deserve Dude. it. You guys are fighting for us. Like You guys uh, are like Biden's public enemy number one. Public enemy number one of the Biden administration, maybe besides Donald Trump. I don't know who's worse. Hey, Donald Trump isn't getting sued under the KKK Act, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's really, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and a plumber, like, we are horrifying. Like, so scary. So who's the yeah. stay-at-home mom and who's the plumber? <laughs> the mustache is a dead giveaway. He's the stay-at-home mom, obviously. Obviously, I identify as. I identify as the stay. Yeah, today in today's day and age, I identify oh. as the trophy wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys, so obviously, like James said, you've been on my show before. You've been on James's show. You're on Freedom Friday. But for those who maybe just tuning in now, give um. Give a synopsis on on what ha- what happened with you guys, what you've been going through, and then we want to get into updates and everything else that's going on in Clown World. So tell everybody what's uh, what's your story, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we are just an average family in New Braunfels, Texas, uh, but we are facing a lawsuit in federal court. We're getting sued under the Ku Klux Klan law of 1871 by trigger Democrat politicians and Biden-Harris campaign staff. Um, These individuals were occupants on the Biden bus. If y'all remember when the Trump train drove alongside the Biden bus and mainstream media called that the Biden bus escort, that was during the 2020 election. It went viral. Uh, and the individuals on the bus were so offended by our existence on the road, driving down a road we pay taxes to drive on, exercising free speech in the exact same way that they were, that they have decided to sue us in federal court, uh, which is a horrible, malicious attack on free speech, a constitutional right that we're all entitled to simply because we disagree with them. Uh, there are no criminal charges. It's a civil complaint. They basically want to be financially compensated uh, for being offended. And the burden is on us at this point. We're essentially uh, guilty until we can prove that we're innocent. Uh, and it's been expensive. It's been exhausting. They're bullying us, abusing us, weaponizing the law system against us, and trying to bankrupt us. And we just feel like it's more important than ever to stand up and defend free speech. So that's who we are. I still well, can't. I I I, I yeah. just can't get. I can't get over the whole the 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 suing under the KKK Act. Like, where did they pull that? And they pulled that out of their ass. Like, what what justifies yep. this KKK Act? I mean, <laughs> like, what standing do they have? What does it even mean? Like, what? Why did they decide? All right, we're gonna take these two regular Americans who 
you know, you weren't running around in a pickup truck with torches, pitchforks, and KKK hoods yelling up racial obscenities. I mean, no. where, where we did were- you get the KKK act from? And Whoopi Goldberg and the crew of The View, like I reference this sometimes on y'all's show, so y'all probably heard me say this before, but for new viewers tuning in, you know, they said after that happened, it was during early election, we were just driving down the road with Trump flags on the truck, like hundreds of thousands of Americans were at that time. Trump trains were so popular, those Mm -hmm. convoys were all across America. Um, And they said that we were emboldened racist bigots that were crawling out from under our rocks. And that first we would be flying Trump flags next to the Biden bus, but later we would be burning crosses in people's front yards. And um, they were trying to portray that picture and the media just really spun the story and was trying to convince people that we were white supremacists or Ku Klux Klan to get people, to deter people from voting for Trump because he was emboldening us and calling us all out. And so uh, in the lawsuit, they lie and claim that we were banded together on a public highway with the intent of suppressing minority voter rights, specifically black people, and that we had premeditated a plan to run the bus off the road. And so that's, you know, how they're trying to twist this story and use this law. But even for all of their lies, they still can't prove racial animus because it's completely fabricated. So the lawsuit should have been dismissed Uh, based on the fact they haven't even met those basic requirements yet. The lawsuit was not dismissed, even though we filed a motion to dismiss it because the Obama-appointed judge denied our motion. We've heard that before. (laughs) That's pretty pretty relevant. Um, I think it's funny. I think it's funny that when we started, it was the Biden bus escort. Now we're not the Biden bus escort anymore. We're the Trump train terrorist. The Trump train terrorist. terrorist. I we have to make some Trump train terrorist shirts for you guys. Like that, just, just own it. Like, like they're calling, just like they're calling the moms and, and parents going to the school board meetings domestic terrorists. And meanwhile, they they won't they won't care about Antifa and everybody rioting. Especially this summer when it's coming up, you could tell, you could smell wow. riot season in the air. They're not going to prosecute anybody. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, so- you guys are average <laughs> Americans, and it's funny because again super relevant did you guys happen to see what happened today and the political stunt that they pulled today with no. peter navarro? Oh. did you see this so dr peter navarro they 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 arrested him they stopped him from boarding a plane they intercepted him from boarding a plane arrested him brought him in put him in chains and shackles around his ankle 70 plus year old peter navarro and he was there for six plus hours he got out he's like yo they could have told me they had a warrant or uh, i would have walked down there myself they were just doing this for a political show, and he's like a big name. You guys are just average Americans. You could tell this is all just for stature. This is all to send a message to scare people from doing what you do. Like they don't want us to to realize that we are the majority. And if we if we band together like this, there's nothing that we could do. They could do to stop us. You did nothing wrong. You you were just driving on the road peacefully. You happen to have Trump flags on you, and there happened to be a Biden bus right there. And the only video I saw was the bus rushing, driving other cars off the road, not the other way around. That's the only video footage that I saw. Right. And so the mainstream media has taken those videos that show the bus and the staffer, the Biden staffer driving behind the bus in the white car, driving sporadically and endangering other people on the road. 
and they've cropped them down to only show one small clip where the white car had hit a black truck with a Trump flag, but they don't show that part. They only show the black truck, you know, kind of overcorrect to mm -hmm. defensively drive and to hold his position on the highway after he's been hit, implying that the Trump train was driving down the road, ramming cars off the road, you know, violently attacking people with their vehicles, completely fabricated and they know it because they had the full video and clipped it down to create that false narrative. And for these plaintiffs to be using that in the lawsuit is completely crazy to me. Uh, they know that they're lying, but we're gonna have the burden of proving it. And they're gonna try to bankrupt us along the way to chill free speech and other Americans because they saw how much traction those Trump trains were picking up and how many people were getting excited about getting involved in politics and having their voices heard. So of course the tyrannical left is gonna wanna squash that. Yeah. Where, where, oh, I just wanna know like where the case is now because how, well, when how long has this case been going on for and, and what's going like what's the status of it right now today? They were right over a year now, right? Well over a almost. Year. We're almost right out of year. Wasn't it July? Oh yeah, it was July, right? Well we heard about it on mainstream media in June last summer. And then we you didn't even know about it until you saw it on the news. You weren't even served yet, right? Yeah, you were getting messages from your friends like, yo, you guys are on the news. Yes. That's the wildest thing ever. And then you didn't get you didn't get served until like a couple months later, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. four weeks later. I think it was Fourth of July weekend. Um, and we were like so shocked and stunned, but we still flew our flag for Fourth of July. Oh yeah. And uh we're just like, we're not gonna let them do this, you know? We'll do whatever we have to do. And in the last year, it's become increasingly clearer to us as we learn more about the legal system, learn more about, you know, the crisis in America right now and how important it is really to fight back. You know, it felt like a personal attack then. Now we understand that it's got repercussions for all Americans. And so we feel this huge responsibility and opportunity to take this very seriously and get very loud about it because uh, it's so important and we have an opportunity to leave a mark. And so we want to take what obviously the enemy meant for evil and to turn it for good. And we want to see God get the glory and we want the American people to continue to enjoy their God given freedoms. Um, so, you know, I know that they, they think that they're screwing us up and I'm not going to lie to you. Like it is hard on us. It is tough. We're taking a beating. Um, but we don't, I tell him we're like little patriotic cockroaches. Like we don't die. You can't squash <laughs> us. Like we're going to peel ourselves back up off we the ground. Come up with a better term than that. That sounds terrible. Patriotic cockroach. Like you can't kill me. Nuclear blast. You take your meat out. You're a hundred percent right. Your case sets the precedent for everybody else in the, in America. If they can, if they win this case against you guys, Best believe they're going to start coming after the rest of us. We're all good. And, it, and, and the, the, the crazy thing is, it's not even if they win. If they're able to stop you from doing what you're doing, and this is why I truly believe God chose you guys. Unfortunately for us, unfortunately for you guys, because you two are the right person, people for the job. You guys have, have been so tried and true and strong through this entire ordeal, which you should not be dealing with at all. Like, I don't, like it's crazy that this is even happening. Like it's only clown world shit. And yeah. <laughs> you guys have been fighting so hard, and your the attitude that you guys have because you're fighting for us. This is why I tell you every time that you come on, I have so much respect for you guys, and I pray for you all the time. 
This is why we shout you out every opportunity that we get because uh, if it wasn't for people like you, most people will crumble. Most people will just wither oh, and yeah, be like, oh, big bad government. We, we, there's nothing that we can do. And you, you with your savage mustache and your beautiful wife are fighting so hard for us, for we the people. And, and I can't thank you guys enough for that. And, and like I say, every time you come on, you're always welcome on the show. And I'm so glad that we were able to get you on for a Freedom Friday because it's the, the most disgusting thing about your story to me is not that not just that this is happening, but that no mainstream conservative platforms want to give you an opportunity to speak. And this just goes to show that these people are controlled. They don't care about the average Americans. They don't, because if they did, your story would be told on every conservative news station because, again, you are fighting for us. We the people, and nobody cares. It's, it's crazy to me. When I heard, like, we're, I want to talk about this because Alan has the same feeling uh, about CPAC as I do. Hollywood we got conservatism. For, yeah, we, we got denied from doing media at, at CPAC, and you guys were going down. And I was really excited because I thought we were going to get our media pass. We had so many other events. And I was going to see you guys. It was going to be a great time. Yeah. And we got denied, and, and you were like, oh, it wasn't even worth it. No one wanted to give us the time of the day. You were down there, and nobody wanted to give you interviews right yeah yeah we we had maybe two uh and we begged and harassed and pleaded and forced ourselves on the people to even do it and they barely wanted to do it we had maybe 90 seconds and it was very insincere for the couple that we did and the rest just flat out told us that's not the kind of story that we're looking for that's not what our viewers want to hear that's not hard enough news um we don't have time for that like we've got somewhere else we need to be to interview somebody else you know it was just shocking to me uh and i i had met some political figures or conservative i don't know if celebrity is the word um very very well-known names that yeah, influencers you, know, you could say i yeah. would say influencers because they definitely they definitely influence yes. people very large and some of them who claim to really care about free speech or you know the media slander and i had this thought that if i could just meet these people and tell them what was going on surely that would be the key that would be the ticket that'd be the breakthrough and to meet the people and tell them what's going on and then to be completely dismissed and seen as insignificant or an inconvenience. It, it was shocking and humbling. Um, it was just not what we expected. Now, um, you know, there were a handful of good patriots there. Cool. And people who did let us tell our story or who listened to our story, even if they didn't have a platform, you know, to share it, that really cared. And uh, I don't mean to, sweeping conclusion put everybody in that basket you can't you know that's because there are good people out there but it was really really shocking to see that the people we thought oh if we could just meet those people <laughs> to do I, it. I, I, I asked you last time and uh, and uh it was you could you didn't really want to say are you ready to, to to name names yet or is that too much to ask i am not ready yet that's, that's um, fine because i think those people eventually need to be put on blast yeah, so, I agree. so so the whole thing with CPAC again, Hollywood conservatism, they're all full of shit. Matt and Mercedes Schlapp are so full of shit. Okay. They're grifters, mm -hmm. 
They're all about the money. He wants to give out endorsements if people pay him $20,000. They are grifting garbage. They hide under the Trump name. Oh, I did this for the Trump administration. I did that for the Trump administration. They are fucking rhinos. That's what they are. And they have this big conglomerate CPAC that they're making millions off of. It's a grift. I get it. You know, everybody one way or another has some sort of grift in, 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 in the movement. Bryson Gray, when he was on my show and we had an extensive conversation about this, he was at CPAC. You met him there. You bumped into him. He was not there as an invited influencer at CPAC. He just showed up, didn't have credentials. He was stopped by security. He says, oh, you know, I don't have my credentials. A car drove in with with some other influences and said, hey, Bryson, how are you? And the security guard's like, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Just just make sure you have your credentials next time. Obviously, we know who you are. And he he was not invited there to perform he was basically abandoned by in a sense abandoned maybe that's not the right word left behind by the maga movement because during the trump campaign trump's digital team were getting complaints from homosexuals in the conservative movement right conservative homosexuals yeah okay like that exists anyway sorry christian walker but you could be a homosexual but that i don't think you're a real conservative big dick rick canell too can't leave him out Right, right, right. Ambassador, yeah, right. Ambassador Big Rick, uh, yeah, Grinnell, whatever his name is. Yeah, Big, Big Rick, my guy. He yeah. was just on Stakes' show. Yeah, whatever. He doesn't impress me. Could care less, you know, but w- whatever. <laughs> he loves his, he's doing his thing, loves his country, don't care. I, I don't see how you're a real conservative, whatever. So anyway, they, they, they all they complained. I don't know exactly which ones, and they were sending lyrics to Bryson Gray's songs. The guy doesn't rap about cursing, uh, about killing cops. He doesn't curse. He doesn't rap about drugs. He he raps about conservative Christian values. And some people didn't like that he talked about transgenders and homos in his music. And they they said, hey, we don't really like his lyrics. He was scheduled to do all the Trump rallies, and the digital team said, hey, listen. You might have to change your messaging a little bit. And he says, I'm not changing my messaging for anybody. And he was supposed to get a contract. So him and Diamond and Silk were going to open the Trump rallies and whatnot. And because of the Trump digital team and he wouldn't change his messaging, that all went to the wayside. And he was there and he was part of it. All of these conservative influencers, most of them, Turning Point USA, the CPAC people, all of these young, I call them all lipstick conservatives. They all want to dress up in their dresses with their red lipstick and, you know, their lipstick conservatives, that that's what they are. They're given all the same talking points and they're told, yeah, just tweet it out differently so it looks original. Right. That's that's what they're told. I mean, that's no different than what the left is doing. 100 percent, 100 percent. And that's why, again, the most people in the movement, I have met so many people since I started my show in the movement, big names, smaller names, medium names, whatever. Some of them are really true to their word and their convictions, and some of them are just real grimy shitbags that are looking to see what direction they can go to make a dollar in the movement. Right. You know, right. It's, it's it's unfortunate and everybody ha- no matter who they are everybody has that level of it of that grift in them it, 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 I, had that I, I understand i had that conversation with with both of you guys 
uh, how when you start hanging out and going to these events and meeting people, you realize that there's a lot of people that are one way on air and yes. a totally different way off air. Yeah. Uh, different people. And you really notice that when you start to interact with these people. And that's something yes. that uh, I notice big time. And this is why I always uh, really believe in authenticity. And it's something that really means a lot. And that's why I do a show with Alan on Friday because he's as, as authentic as it gets. And so are you guys. You guys are just real great people. Like, you know, I watch I watch your content. It's it's so great. I'm like, yo, you guys are just average people from Texas, and you're just living life, having a great time, like dancing with your vacuum. I'm dying. <laughs> regular people, like you're just regular average people, and you're having a great time, even through all the struggle that you guys are facing. And you're truly an inspiration. You got to keep like this is why I say God shows you guys for this battle because most people couldn't do and ha do what you do and have the attitude that you have. Um, yeah. Have you guys gotten anywhere with your appeals or anything like that? Has anything happened with that? Because I know last time we spoke, you were saying something was up, uh, still up in the air with the appeal. So we, I found out that um, deadlines in court don't mean anything. Like the, like they, they were supposed to have, I think, 10 days to decide if we could do that appeal. It's been like a month and a half and nobody's made a decision. So really the deadlines don't ever mean anything what is the lawyer saying um well we've been we've been late turning in some of our discovery questions and he's like it's no big deal it that happens it's normal like he'll make a decision when he makes a decision and so I, I really realize that it doesn't seem like any of deadlines on anything mean anything I, person like it's important for me to stick to deadlines like i'm just i was never in the principal's office i'm overly responsible like i'd rather be early than on time you know like so that kind of stresses me out yeah. it's kind of yeah uh you know i know i know i'm a dead ringer for a goody goody but yep. well, I mean, I had her for calling me sir over and over again i was like please don't call me sir i'm james does, does, he, <laughs> yeah, sir. does he look like a sir he looks yeah, like a degenerate exactly what I do. I'm like, do i look like a sir to you like i look like an idiot like <laughs> yes i would get spanked if i didn't call somebody sir um oh my goodness you southern bells i know i know They're different it's such I a know. different life that's amazing but it is interesting. I mean, we've we've had a, a very large burden to respond with the documents that they're at. They're asking for just an excessive amount of information. Like and what? Like, for example, two years worth two years worth of social media. Almost they're, three. They're, they're going to get a video of me dancing with my vacuum too. I hope they enjoy watching it. But what, what they really want is the metadata. So they want it in, you know, an unaltered, like very, very coded format so that they can see literally everything. And that would include anything we've liked, anything we've commented on, anything we've reacted to with an emoji, anything we've posted, shared, you know, uh, retweeted what engaged on whatever like they want everything from i think january of 2019 to current why <laughs> and how do you and, how do you provide that how do you provide that like what do you, you know, give like that's the that's so this is why the deadlines run over we're like you're asking for us to regular people we're not a corporation we're not an eight to five we don't have a team of people we can't work during the week to accomplish this like he's got a job 
I've got things to do as a mom and I'm full-time fundraising for this lawsuit. So, you know, we're doing it during off hours. He stays up sometimes till three in the morning on a work night. You know, it's like, basically it's very slow and long processes of downloading this information and saving it to the format that they want and then going through and editing out what is irrelevant or unimportant to them because they don't want that. They just want us to find the stuff that would be implicating us and then send it to them so that they can try to fabricate some sort of story because they still have nothing. Has the judge ruled that you have to give up this data? Like that sounds a little unconstitutional to me. Like, have you been saying like, yo, if you want it, like, why do we have to get, why do we have to get this data? Like that makes no sense. I, I don't really know about that part. I know, I know they wanted it in this really weird format. I would, what, what's stopping you from saying here are, here are social media passwords. Have at it. Have your forensic. Well, I mean, it's, that's, that's almost what I thought about doing, but they, you know, they, they wanted it downloaded in this specific format. You don't know how to do it. Well, no, no. So I, so I, did, I, I ended up finding out how to do that. So I did that. But then when I started looking at it, I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. And so I asked, you know, I asked our attorney, I said, well, can you get with them and clarify, like, how do we go through this? And he asked, he asked them and they were like, oh, well, we don't actually do it. We send it to another, we, we outsource that to somebody else who yeah, specializes in going through that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause they have unlimited resources and we don't. And you know, it's like, it is a huge burden on us and they know it. And I don't it, understand why they're they're able to do that. Like unless the judge has ruled that you have to give up and you I, have to do it. Like they should they should be like they should they should if that if they want that, they should have to produce it. From what I understand, it's we're in this phase of discovery where this kind of information is turned over. And, and I'm sure we could push back on like the timeline, but since there's nothing to since there's nothing to hide, it's you know what I mean. I, I want yeah. to do whatever the easy stuff is. Yeah, just get it done with. No, I hear you. And is this is this up until like the current day, or do they have just a specific timeline, or they want it like up until like every day, like how? It's up until we give it to like pretty much. So now I think they have everything through. I think May. Oh no, I think he means like the day that it happened. No, no, no. I mean, like, like stuff on social media, like, like today that you posted on social media. They want that. Like every month, we're gonna have to like supplement with all the whatever new stuff has been posted. Now, what about like you? You've been on quite a few podcasts. Do they want that as well? Yes, they do. They want every podcast I've been on, who the contact person was, the date that I was on the show, any email correspondence I had, any communications I've had about it. You know, they want the show itself, you know, like they want everything. Um, well, your honor for the record, go fuck yourself. My name yeah. is Alan Jacoby, the great. Yeah. I was just waving. Hi guys. <laughs> Get fucked. Hey, I, I got yeah. a question for you, your honor. Why are you good? Yeah. Obama appointed. Right. So you don't, you don't have any, you, you don't have any real, you know, bias towards these two great American patriots, no, right? Not at all. Right, exactly. Not, so not I hope at you all. send them this show. I hope you guys send yeah, them I, this Yeah, no, I hope show. they see this. Hey, on your honor. <laughs> oh, before we send them the show, they were watching them before. <laughs> they were. They referenced an interview I did with a pastor. And the pastor said, you know, that he prayed that the judge would do the right thing. And they said in some sort of context, they felt like that was threatening. Mm. And, um, oh, God. 
and that, yeah, and that they were afraid that we were going to activate the conservative community to be aggressively responsive to them, and they didn't want us to be able to continue talking about the details of this case. Uh, and and they filed a gag order to silence us, uh, referencing oh, right. a couple. Of Obviously, that didn't go through, though, right? Obviously. Well, the judge still hasn't decided on that. It's still okay. his sole decision to make that decision, and. We're praying and hoping that he makes the right decision because it would be unconstitutional to silence us because they don't want to have to deal with us talking about this lawsuit. You know, it, it, they're suing us for exercising free speech. Then they're trying to take away our free speech to talk about it. It's just, it's unconstitutional from start to finish. It's abusive, it's tyrannical, it's lawfare. And in very, very few situations do protective orders or gag orders go through for things like this because it just is unnecessary. Uh, you know, I've, I've given this example before, but if, you know, we were business partners with the plaintiffs and we were kind of getting a business divorce and they didn't want me to share their great grandma's secret spaghetti sauce recipe that maybe would be an appropriate time to make sure I didn't talk about anything. But just because they don't feel like dealing with um, the public knowing about what's going on because they're political figures. Well, I'm so sorry. You had a national press release that told the entire world about the lawsuit four weeks before you served us. But now that we're trying to play this game with you and we need hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it, you don't want us to be able to talk about it because you want to silence us, abuse us, and then you don't want us to tell anybody about it. I mean, it's blatantly obvious as, as well that they have something to hide because they won't turn over their discovery documents to us that we not only have asked for, but would be considered like, you know, Early discovery yeah. documents, like they would just need to supplement their case. So they're saying the bus driver is traumatized from us driving down the road next to him, and he's too afraid to drive a bus again. So he wants financial oh my goodness. salary, which is between six hundred and seven hundred thousand a year. But they won't provide his pay stubs. You're entitled to all that in discovery, though, and the judge will right. the the well, judge at some point will have to. They're saying. They're they're waiting on their protective order before yes. they provide any of that information. Yes, because they don't want us to be able to talk about whatever they turn over, which probably means it's fabricated, full of lies, would expose their corruption, or, you know, they've obviously got something to hide. We have nothing to hide, and they're the ones accusing us. So why would they want to silence us if we did something wrong? That's just crazy to me. The truth and the facts are clearly on your side, and this is why they want to silence you. Yeah. Because it's not it's not difficult to see that what they're doing to you is, is the most ridiculous thing. Like I tell people your story and they're like, There's no way that's that's real. Like that's no one's that's yeah. not happening. I, I literally that literally happens all the time. We say bring up your story all the time. And and I get that reaction. They're like, Ah, oh, it's gonna go nowhere. No one I'm like I'm like it's it's been going on for a year and they're just financially draining these people. And I'm like, yeah. that's what it's more about. And I think that's what they're just dragging it on for is to just financially drain you guys as much yes. as possible so you can't recover and you're fucked anyway yes. like that's literally their their only way that they can win they're like all right well we lost the case but you know what Absolutely. we fuck it to that that couple they're screwed mm -hmm. and, uh, and and it's sad because i really think yeah. that's that's what they're trying to do there's yeah. no case there's no way that, that they could present this everybody i tell they're like there's no way that's real that's i know and so many people have said, oh, that's going nowhere, that we even believed it wouldn't go anywhere. So when the judge denied our motion to dismiss it, we were like, oh, crap. Yeah, like, 
what is happening? This is so corrupt. Like it's scary, right? Like it seemed maybe like publicity stunt at first that it would really go nowhere and get dismissed and we'd move on with our lives. When the judge denied our motion to dismiss it and said we're going to trial by jury in federal court and we're two appeals away from the Supreme Court of the United States, like, oh shit. Now this I, is I, this is federal court on. where you live, right? This is in this is in a, a Texas district federal court. Right? Yes. So that's right. Okay. So now if it were to go to trial, um, it, it would be interesting what kind of jury jury pool they would have to pick from. I'm 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 imagining. All right. So take for instance, like what just happened with the the, the Michael know. Sussman trial in DC. DC district, D, you know, that, that jury pool is, is tainted no matter what, especially yeah. if you're a conservative. So now take your area. I, I'm, I'm maybe I'm wrong, but is it safe to say that that jury pool wouldn't be like a DC jury pool? I mean, I would imagine there's a lot of conservatives. No, no? It's no. in Austin, Texas. And this this judge that we're assigned to, he's the same judge that overturned Texas's heartbeat bill, uh, ruling it is unconstitutional. It appealed to the Supreme Court. We're watching other cases go before his desk that are you know, in the in the media headlines, and we're just realizing it's it's interesting. Um, the judge is he's. I'm like, how are all these cases going through this judge? Oh. You know, in all this. Right. Look, the same reason why Michael Sussman got uh, acquitted. The same reason why they arrested Peter Navarro. The same exact reason they're they're trying to make examples, and they're trying to show people that they're untouchable, and we're only we're going to go after anybody that doesn't that doesn't agree with us look at all the january 6 prisoners like yes. look what they're doing to those people they're literally keeping them in solitary confinement they've been there for almost a year i'm over a year yeah it's it's yeah. it's absolutely sick and disgusting what they're doing to these people and it's so unconstitutional and and never in my wildest dreams did i think america would get to this point where our government is this tyrannical and nobody cares like, I know. Well, people do care people people do care but still people are watching the johnny depp amber heard oh. trial and they care more about that than they do yes. about what's really going on in our country the fact that our gas is going to be a seven eight dollar national average in the summertime the fact that everything there's nothing on the shelves that they're literally persecuting people that don't go along with their narrative and arresting them and, and suing them into oblivion like this is very very real and it, it very soon like if you look at Venezuela, for example, the people that went against their narrative and China and communist Russia, they, they literally disappeared in the middle of the night. And this is the start of it. This is how they start doing it. They start persecuting those people. And all of a sudden they start snatching them up and they disappear and they don't come back. And that's how they, they, they control the narrative because they can't have people like us, people like you guys that are going to stand up and fight and say no. Oh, you guys are the big bad government. You have unlimited resource. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm just a plumber. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to say – I'm not just going to just bend the knee and say, okay, you guys win. I'm going to fight tooth and nail, and I don't care what I got to do uh, to to prove that you're, you're wrong and I'm right. And that's 100% what you guys are doing. I don't think they have anything to stand on. Well, 
you know, if you guys were a couple of liberals that were uh, chasing down a Trump, uh, a, a, a Trump bus, this, this, this wouldn't even be happening right now. It, no. it, you know, even if they took you to court, it, it would get dismissed. Oh, they, they, no, nothing would be happening. It's amazing oh. what they do. Well, it's actually happened. The the liberal group that protested next to Governor Yunkin's campaign bus before he won. Oh yeah. Uh, that were holding the tiki torches, pretending to be white supremacist Ku Klux Klan yeah. members. Yeah. Oh, but that's fine. That's peaceful protesting. That's raising awareness. That's you know that's productive for democracy. Meanwhile. Look what's happening to us. We're getting sued for it. We were just driving down the road. We weren't even pretending to be Ku Klux Klan. They were actually pretending to be. That's completely insane to me. I got better examples. It's How amazing. about times where they just burned down cities and looted and, and destroyed buildings well, for okay. over a month that's on it. end and that's nothing happened to people? Like, oh, and they called it – like literally I still remember this day. I'll never forget it. The, the CNN report. It might have been MSNBC. As bald black guy standing there, and he's like, "Yeah, this is but mostly peaceful protests." And the building behind him yes. is burning, burning. engulfed in flames. And he's like, "Yeah, it's mostly peaceful protests." Like, what world do these people live in? Have you guys actually seen? Uh, speaking of which, um, some of the clips from Matt Walsh's documentary coming out. Yeah, uh, a little bit. So yeah, what is a woman? Oh my goodness, it is the most amazing thing I have ever seen in my entire life. And this is the, this is the clown world that these people live in. Like that woman who's who is couldn't define a woman is the dean of the medical department at Brown University. It's, like, it's so it is so it is so it is so sick. It's so sick. You just and you you just brought up the riots, you know, the burning down of the cities, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, but just when the Texas shooting happened, Obama was firing off tweets. And did you see, I, I actually, I, I have it. The, the one tweet, the, the one tweet here, I have, I have it right here. In the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish into organized action, launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and the need for criminal justice and police reform. Right there, he's saying, it's okay. It's okay to burn down cities. Because they were doing it for a a real a, a real movement, for and they were raising awareness that, for a crackhead that was high as fuck and tried to forge some money, and and he also put a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. You know, no big deal. The patron Just, saint you know, no of uh, fentanyl. The patron yeah, all saint fentanyl. of fentanyl. Yes, yes. You know, oh my God, I hadn't seen that tweet. I was thinking it was going to be the one where he just focused on George Floyd and not the grieving families of Uvalde. That one is equally horrific. Um, but you we mean, were just. You mean this we one? Were, As we grieve the children yeah. of Uvalde today, we yeah. should take time to recognize that two years have passed yeah. since the murder of some piece of shit under the knee of a police officer. His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who loved him. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. It's I, fucking I, I didn't love him. Head. It hurts my head just to think how ridiculous and the fact that people believe this nonsense and go along with it. Like, yep. who looks at that and was like, yeah, that's a good take, Obama. Good job. You did a really good tweet there, man. Like, that was right on point. You you really got the, the your, your thumb on the pulse of the people here. 
Like be- before, what? before we before we get off the rails and so because we we want to talk about a bunch of other stuff with you guys, but I wanted to bring it up. But we'll bring it up again because you talk about how your, you know, you you are stay at home right, stay at home mom right. You're stay at home mom right. Not you, Robert. So you're out working hard. You guys are, are trying to, to to just keep your head above water and make money fundraise for this ridiculous, frivolous lawsuit that the Biden administration has slapped on you. And it takes a lot of money. So I wanted to share it with everybody, obviously, and get as much people, as many people as we can over to you. Give, send, go, which is right here. Right. It's uh givesendgo.com backslash Maceros, M-E-S-A-R-O-S. So mm-hmm. if you're listening, you're watching, go over to the website, give something, mm-hmm. give a dollar, give five dollars, give ten dollars, empty your fucking pocket cents, and give them some money. They need a it. A prayer this goes is- a long way too. A prayer. Give send go allows you to send prayers. Prayers go a long way as well. Yes, um, our yeah. son will click those and tell us, hey, we've got a new one, and, and he'll read it to us or we'll read the comments together. It's so encouraging to our family because um, you can leave a prayer instead of a donation or you can leave a donation with a comment. Um, and so it's just such an encouraging thing for us to see the support pouring in through our fundraiser. And we have reached the amount we've reached, five $10 at a time. No amount is too little. I know inflation is killing everybody right now. And we're just so grateful anytime somebody parts with a little bit of money to help us defend free speech. Now, people have to realize too, yeah, inflation is bad. Gas prices suck. But people like you are out there fighting the good fight to protect the First Amendment, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. If you laid down and did nothing and you sat there and take it and you weren't getting your story out – then you know what, it it would not be helping protecting the right. the sanctity of the First Amendment. So what you guys do, like James said, it's like you were you were unfortunately chosen for this, and you're fighting the good fight. And I I believe, and and I think most people out there, rational thinking people, believe and pray that you'll get through this uns on un, not unscathed. Well, just, but, just uh, remember what you said about the view. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse just got I think what sixty million dollars. Um, uh, so no, I hope you're doing all of this because he didn't, he, he didn't, he, that, if you're talking about the view story, that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't real. He got nothing yet. Kyle Rittenhouse oh. got nothing yet. That was a rumor going around that really the was view, view settled for like $20 million and a four or $22 million and a formal apology. It's fake news. It, it did not happen yet. He's still going through the motions and suing everybody, but I'm pretty sure that Kyle Rittenhouse is going to come out on top with uh with quite a bit of money with all the people that he's he's suing as a matter of fact he put out a statement i gotta tell you this whole kyle rittenhouse thing um i'm happy he's alive he did everything he had to do it's great he didn't go to jail but i believe that the people around him his handlers are taking advantage I of agree. him and i, I believe yeah. this I was- is a giant money-making scheme yeah yep. i would love to see him win these lawsuits and eventually just grow up a little bit and get that level of maturity to realize he doesn't need all of these fucking handlers around him that are in his pockets. He made right. a statement. Uh, the, 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 John, the Johnny Depp uh, verdict gave him a little more you know, inspiration to hold media and, and these influencers and, and famous people accountable, which whatever, I think I saw that today. But, you know, I got to be honest with you. I really could give a shit less about Kyle Rittenhouse and his and – his, uh, 
and his lawsuits. People called him a racist. People called him a murderer. He he walked out of that courtroom an innocent man. And to me, that that's it. That's enough. Does he deserve the, that that money to go after them? They should all be held accountable. Absolutely. But me personally. I could give a shit about people like him. I care about more people uh, about you because you did nothing wrong and you're getting – they're trying to bankrupt you for exercising your First Amendment right. You didn't exercise your Second Amendment right and defend yeah. yourself and kill people. No, no, no. Your First Amendment right. You weren't out there screaming racial slurs. Right. You were flying a Trump flag yeah. around a Biden campaign bus. Yep. It is the most disgusting thing of of what they're no doing sense. and allowed to do. It makes no sense at all. No it makes no none. Sense. It hurts the clown world, dude. Like it's a total clown world. Like I like I said, I literally tell people your story all the time, and they do not believe that it's real. Like I, they think it's like, oh, that's not real. They're not doing something. Mm-hmm. The Ku Klux. What is the Ku Klux Klan law like? what i'm like they're, they're like they probably deserve it. i'm like no like <laughs> what this is the craziest thing i have ever heard in my entire life that, that people are going through this in our federal government because guess who's paying for those lawyers and those endless resources yeah. the government's not no the government's not we are like, i know i you know i'm i'm uh, no baby formula. We got plenty of money to spend on lawyers to sue sue just average Americans to stay at home. Yeah, 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 plenty yeah, of money yeah, goes for that. The wall's not finished, and the yeah. border's a total disaster. Got plenty of money to forty billion dollars to send to Ukraine. Uh, right. Plenty of money, but yeah. and people are changing. I was gonna say three hundred and fifty million dollars worth of uh, wall building material. They just said the other day is sitting out there rusting away. Three hundred and fifty million dollars worth of building material for the wall just rusting away, and, and we're giving billions of dollars to Ukraine. Financial support. <laughs> you you can't you can't get baby formula, but there's no shortage of fentanyl. You can find that anywhere you want it to find mm-hmm. it. You will find it, and we're accepting foreign aid for baby formula from Europe. United States. It's- Winning, guys. Build back better. We got to build back better over here. Great so job. embarrassing. And you know, yesterday, Joe Biden said they're they're sending over three point six bottles of formula, right? Three point seven. Three three and a half bottles. It'll be good for his afternoon nap. Oh. Every- Everything he says, everything he says. Oh, that's another thing. Did you see? Was it like last week? There was a there was an article out. I think Breitbart put it out that Joe Biden's getting pissed off at, at his staffers for every time he's he he talks and he makes a speech that the White House has to clarify what he meant or walk back his statements because he's such a babbling idiot that he actually is now he has to remind his staffers that he is the president, like literally. Oh. Tell his hair, I'm the president. Don't change what I'm saying. Could you imagine? Because he's not the president. <laughs> Mr. Poopy Pants. That one was gross. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But imagine if he didn't change what he was saying. God. You know, it's... I don't even know what to think anymore. Every day is something else. You get now it's you know, you, you, the whole gun none thing. of it makes sense. Dude. None, none of it makes sense. sense. 
There's no like, explaining it to anybody. Any rational, logical thinking human being it, it just thinks you're making things up. Like go back f three, five years and start telling people what's going on right now. They'd look at you like, what is wrong with you, dude? You need to go to a loony bin. Like that would never happen here in America. Like that's my favorite response from people. Oh, that'll never happen here in America. Like you see what's going on in Australia and Canada. Oh, that'll never happen here in America. Like that drives me nuts. You guys in Texas with Beto O'Rourke who wants to, who, who wants to, he said it, he said it again. He goes, I don't think any, I don't think anybody who has an AR-15 should be allowed to keep them already running for governor he wants he now wants to he's talking about gun confiscation that's what he's going to talk about he doesn't want people to keep their ar-15s this is again again because you know 19 kids got got shot by you know an 18 year old with no job who really expensive rifles and body armor and ammo who had zeroed in oh, rifles who was a really good shot you know none, none of that's fishy we're not going to talk about any of that and now we did last these, week well, we did last week, right? But what <laughs> the, the 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 leftist talking heads and mainstream media right. talking heads they don't they don't want to have the discussion on well, right. did, how did apparently now there was a I, I I didn't confirm it, but there's a rumor that he paid for the the weapons with a debit card. I don't yeah, know. I if no, no, I heard it was it was on a credit lay like you like they had some like credit program where he could pay it off. I heard that rumor as well. I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't look into it, but I heard that as well that he was able to pay it off in payments. Uh, I, know, I, I, I doubt that's true. I bet no. that's just true. that's it's them trying to explain how he has ten thousand dollars worth no. of gear as a part-time Wendy's employee. And it, it, it's <laughs> not because no, no, you, you can't buy a gun on layaway. There's no, you can't do it. You can't buy a weapon on layaway. It's not, it's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Um, I wanted to bring this comment up. Someone's from Texas, Vera Franz, Texan, sending y'all for your court case being won. So I guess she, I, I guess she's she's. Just, I guess she's sending love. Yeah, she's sending uh, se sending love yeah, for you guys any, for your court case. Alan, you should start. Uh, you should start doing this. Well, every single episode that we post, their give send go link is in the description down below. Absolutely. Uh, so Absolutely. Every every, I'm, every episode that I post, it, it's got a little description. And uh, uh, your gifts and go link uh, to donate uh, because your your fight you're not alone in this. I mean we're 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 definitely fighting with you the best we can, uh, and I'm sure uh, it seems like from the response I see on your social media that you're getting a lot more support around you locally that uh, are in the fight with you. I saw you had a little Trump train reunion uh, the other day. Uh, so I hope I hope I hope you're getting a lot more support than you did initially because I know originally it was very tough for you guys uh, and and nobody wanted to stand by you. Um, it's still kind of tough. Um, not gonna lie, you know um, I'm so grateful that we met you at the Reawaken America tour and that you know you've become a close friend of ours through this. Somebody that we can count on you know, trust in that you are as authentic on camera as you are off camera. You I appreciate that. Yes. You <laughs> continue to connect us to awesome people like, you know, Alan, other people as well. You know, we've met some incredible people through you and you just don't leave our side. There have been a handful of people like you um, that have been life changers and game changers in this. And there have been a couple of people that have stuck by our side from the beginning. The people that you saw in that picture where we had that like, Trump train mm -hmm. reunion kind of thing. Um, 
one of those individuals was actually there that day with us uh, next to the Biden bus. They're not getting sued, uh, but they have not been afraid to stand by us, support us, be a witness if we need them to be a witness. Um, you know, and, and a lot of other people that were there that day refused. They don't want to get sucked into it. They don't want to deal with it, which is crazy because uh, it's going to come for you at some point. You can deal with it now or you can deal with it later. Uh, let's try to get ahead of the curve because it's way harder to get our freedoms back after we give them up, you know, but I can't make people do it. Um, but uh, we've lost so many friends. And because we have not had the media coverage that we expected to have, it's slow going. So, you know, it, it's countless hours of telling the exact same story and answering the exact same questions with the same amount of enthusiasm just to try to educate the community one person at a time. Um, so, you know, when we you, you crush that, I got to say, you're absolutely unbelievable. Like your energy is I, I don't get how you do it. I watch all of your shows that you do <laughs> and, and you just come with this amazing upbeat positive energy and it's so tough i'm sure it's so tough on some days and uh to be able to do that constantly i, I give you so i give you guys so much credit because it can't be easy thank you i feel like people people point that out i wouldn't know that one way or the other it just is kind of how i've always been um i think that from a traumatic childhood i've always been able to be positive and happy while horrible things are happening around me uh which has prepared me for this but um the, the joy i think comes straight from god it wouldn't be able i wouldn't be able to explain it any other way because it's too much for us to bear um but mm -hmm. we, we give it to god he provides for us each step as we need it it's completely obvious that it i mean he has just proven himself time and time again and it gives us reason to be joyful and to be hopeful and they're trying to take all of our money they're trying to take our rights away we can't let them take our joy um our peace as much as we can allow it you know they'll get to us on some days and it's frustrating but um it's a pleasure and, and an honor to be able to encourage people in a time where they're the left is effectively trying to intimidate them. So I don't want people to see what's happening to us and be like, oh, well, see, that's why we shouldn't fly our Trump flags. That's why we should take that bumper sticker off our car. Mm -hmm. You can't wear that shirt to the store because you're going to offend somebody like, man. You know what's, what's crazy when you say things like that? It's not that I'm scared that I'm going to offend people. Like, I don't wear, like, any Trump gear if I'm going to get food because I don't want them to spit in my food or like if I'm getting work done in my car, but like if I'm just going to the store to go shopping and I know, no, I don't have to interact with anybody that's going to touch something that, I, that I enjoy, then, then I'm fine. Like I'm more worried about them vandalizing my car. If I put something on my car, uh, that that's the reality of the situation. Whereas you don't think that when someone puts a, a Biden or a Hillary or Obama sticker on their car or has a hat, a build back better hat, which I've still yet to see out in the wild. I've never seen anything in my life, but that's, the, that's literally the reality. Like I'm more scared. I'm not, I don't give a shit about offending people. I'm just more scared that they're going to mess with my things and my food. Like that, like that, that happens. Well, you know, when you, when you see a, when you see a Hillary or a Biden sticker on somebody's car, you just, you can't help but feel bad for them a little bit. You're, you're an idiot. What are you, an idiot? Oh, look at this idiot over here. They don't have they don't have build back better hats. They have masks. That's yeah. Oh, retard alert! <laughs> retard alert! Laugh. You know, so I, you know those people. I think I, I think I I think I might have said it to you last week, James. But uh, so I, I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. But I had 
my my daughter, she's nine. She's obsessed with this specific drink. It's Starbucks. And every oh yeah. Yeah, and every time every time she Are you with CNN? Yeah, every time she 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 says the word Starbucks, I cringe. But she's funny because she says to me, she goes, So she doesn't say Democrats or Republicans or liberals or conservatives. No, no, no. She goes, I know they're all Bidens in there. I know. That's what she says. She says, she'll say, Oh, that guy's a Trump, right? And I'm like, I la- I laugh and I go, Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 that one's a Biden. So I, I have these shirts that I had made up. Uh, a year ago, and it said hashtag Cuomophobe for uh, Andrew Cuomo, my my former governor of New York. So hashtag Cuomophobe. We're up from school, and she's on the way home. She's like, hey, I want to get the pink drink from Starbucks. And uh, okay. I was like, all right. So, you know, I, I have my guilty pleasure there. I like their mocha frappuccinos. I will say oh, yeah. it's, uh, Starbucks. Strawberry frapp is pretty good. I know I got Starbucks has the best whipped cream ever. I don't know what, how they do it, where they, what it is, but I, I think they have the best whipped cream. Whatever. So we we walk. We, we're we're at we're getting out of the car. Uh, yeah, I'm walking into Starbucks and I happen to look at the reflection of when I'm walking in and I see the shirt I'm wearing and I'm like, well, it's too late to turn back now. I didn't even realize it. I'm like, holy shit! And I walk in now. This Starbucks has at the counter, like, you know, you order in one place and you pick up the other and there's somebody behind there saying, oh, Sarah, here's your pink drink or whatever. So (laughs) they have a chalkboard there and they're talking about, you know, all the employees and the diversity and the inclusion and the space and the this and the shit in your fucking hat. And then there's a little... There's a little colored with chalk, a, a, a rainbow flag on the chalkboard. And then, of course, there's like nine, what do they call them, baristas? There's nine idiots behind the counter. Yeah. You know what I picture as you're telling this story? Did you ever see the movie with Paul Rudd and Sean Scott, Sean William Scott, with the <laughs> role models? And the he's with he his girlfriend. Yeah, and they're ordering the coffee, and he's like, "Yeah, can I get a large coffee?" She's like, "What's a large coffee?" He's like, "A large coffee." And he's like, "No, it's it's a large." Grande means large. Venti means twenty. I don't know what you're talking about. I want a large coffee. That's what I picture as Alan's telling the story, wearing his horrible foam shirt, and he's sitting there. This this. I walk up to the counter and of course I get the purple hair and I think it was a girl. I think it was hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure it was a girl. Um, and she, uh, she's hey, can I take your order? And she's looking at my daughter. She's nine, you know, and she then looks. So my, my, my daughter tells her what she wants. And then she looks at me and the eyes go right to the shirt. And it was like, it, it was like somebody. Hey, eyes, eyes up here, lady. Yeah, eyes yeah, up yeah. here. It, it was like somebody took like something really sharp and just stuck it right. Like r- that sweet spot behind her knee. Like, like she wanted to buckle. She's just looking at me. And because <laughs> I, you know, it says Cuomo phobe. But I, maybe if you look at it the right way, you may think it says homophobe. I don't know. But, uh, and I go, uh, yeah, let me have a, uh, so I don't, I, let me have a large mo- mocha frappuccino. And she's just like staring at me for a second. And then, and then I like, and then she types it in 
I, and she didn't tell me how much it was. Like I had to ask, she was, I think so flustered. I had to ask her how much it was. You know, typically they'll, they'll tell you, Oh, it's whatever. Like, how much is that? And she's like, Oh, you know, whatever, you know, we got two drinks. It was like 49 95. So <laughs> I give her the money and now like I'm walking over. So now I'm over where you pick it up. And there, there is two women sitting outside of Starbucks behind against the glass. And they see my shirt and the one, the one staring at me. And she's, she's like showing the other one, like pointing, like I had the question at the corner of my head, they're pointing at my shirt. So of course I turn around so they can, you know, both get a good look at it, you know, out the window. But then there's, there's a guy, there's a guy sitting there and he sees my shirt and he like, he, he's wearing a tank top. It was a hot day. Uh, gray hair older guy probably in his in his late 50s he's got tattoos all over him and he said he, he points to the shirt and he's giving me the thumbs up so i walk <laughs> over to him and i'm like oh thank god there's one friendly here i didn't even mean to wear this shirt in starbucks i swear <laughs> i grinned and bear i i didn't even mention it to my kid like hey i don't know if this drink is going to taste the same today but you know but yeah they might spit in your drink <laughs> i i that, i think that was the fastest i drank a mocha frappuccino for just in case I got something like stuck in my throat. I didn't even want to think about it. But I'm, uh, yeah, I, I think I got a dirty look probably from just about everyone in that place. People sitting down in their laptops, like writing a novel for the last 12 years of their life and they can't get it past page three sitting there. You know, it's unbelievable. Just what the, the, the whole, like, I don't, I have, I think I, I own two Trump shirts, and I never wear them in public because my problem is when people I, – I, I, I tend to get really confrontational when people start with me, and I don't know when to stop. So I said, maybe I won't wear these shirts out in public. It'll help me control myself a little bit. But. Yeah, I love the confrontation. Me too. I, love and, and I never know. I never know what's gonna happen. Like today, I was wearing this shirt. And I I stopped to get gas, and I went to walk into the gas station, and a car's driving real slow, and I can see they're staring at me, <laughs> and then they stop and they honk, and then all of them give me a thumbs up. That's <laughs> amazing. Like, I'm like, I was either about to get shot or they were right. excited. I was like, so good thing they were excited. Is this gonna be the drive by? Is this gonna be it? Yeah. Are they gonna take me out? Right, and we really feel that way. Like we're always waiting for that crazy liberal to really like take us out. But it's like the the gas station employees, for the most part, hate me. Like I'll go up and I'll see them. They'll they'll stare at the shirt and or what you know whatever shirt I'm wearing, and then they don't. Like the white boy summer tank, your white boy summer tank top with Donnie just dancing, just jumping in the air, just vibing (laughs) in the summer, right? Like like endless summer. I love it. That was awesome. I will be like, is there a problem? Did I offend you? Yeah. Is it my I was just like, hey, eyes up here, guy. I'm like, you were very pleasant to the person before me, but you haven't asked me if I found everything okay. Everything all right with you? (laughs) They're like, "Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Everything's great. It's amazing what triggers people, like the word patriot. The word patriot now is such a dangerous well, word. Back to the Matt Walsh uh, documentary, he was interviewing some guys, some intellectual, and and this guy's like, 
I'm trying to get Matt Walsh. Like I'm trying to get to the truth. And he's like, well, I don't like how you use the word truth. Like it's, yeah. it's deeply transphobic. He's like, what about looking for the truth is transphobic. And he's like, you're walking on eggshells. I'm a good 10 seconds away from leaving in this interview. You explain your truth. Like he lost his shit. I was like, you, what are we doing here? Like this is upside down world. Yes. Did you see the part where he was with the African tribe asking them about men, about women with penises? No. You didn't see that one? No. <laughs> he, was, he was with an African tribe, like an elder, and, and then there was a bunch of them like walking with them. And he was with he, the one spoke English and he was translating to the other ones and he was talking about, well, can a man be a woman and can a woman be a man? And then he would ask the other one and goes, no. Uh, the the woman has a duty that a man a man cannot do, and a man has a duty that a woman cannot do. Then they were Basic talking biology. about they were talking about transgender, and the guy was like, "Come again, what?" And then he <laughs> he would explain it to him. He would explain. Like the Ugandan guy, he's like the Ugandan guy. Why are you gay? Yes, and he'd explain <laughs> it to him. What? what? And then what they would ask, you? and the guy was like, "No," or or. or can a woman be a man or can a man be a woman? And, and they were like laughing and, th and then they, they broke out laughing. He says, well, what, what about a woman who has a penis? And they were like, what? And then he, he said it, he, he translated to the guy and then all these I Africans only imagine, started laughing like, at Matt Walsh. Imagine going to these tribes that like are just out in the Amazon and you start explaining to them what's going on in civilized societies like quote unquote hey uh listen guys is this okay <laughs> like is this how you do things hey what about what about them adding the ukrainian flag colors to the um to the trans flag come on come yeah, well, on the ukraine doesn't even honor gay matter they, they don't believe it's like illegal. It's, it's, it's illegal, illegal to be gay. it's illegal to be gay it's they literally say to them it's the you know, craziest thing to me, like that you would put another country above your own and call that pride. And your own country has a flag that represents all already, but you continue to modify a flag with every freaking color combination you could possibly think of to try to that people. And and I'll see the left turn on themselves. They'll eat their own and be like, you're not posting the most recent flag. Actually, that flag doesn't include everybody. Like, there's no freaking way to keep up. I'm, I'm starting a campaign, Joey Lynn. I'm starting a campaign. There is no representation for trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorns. <laughs> I'm very upset. Like, where it's LGBTQ, XYZ, and LMNOP, and there's no trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorns. We need to get um, that color on the flag like tomorrow. Well, what yeah, I know. I want. I want. I want a month. I want a month. I want. I want parades. I want it all. And until then, it's. It's. There's no equality, and I'm, it's. It's not fair. It's not. I'm. I'm. You I'm know, starting a campaign for transdimensional gender neutral unicorns. We are not represented enough. No one talks about us in the news. It's disgusting. You know what's sad? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go. Take it. Go. <laughs> Did you see the lady that was in love with the toy airplane? Yeah, I saw this. This is fucking that crazy. Was, that was recent. That was like there was a there was a uh, a video. I think it was on Weird Fetishes or something. That show where the guy wanted to marry his sports car, and the guy's father was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? It's a car." And he's like <laughs> laying under it, loving on it. So, 
like you know what the problem is the the so the 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 gay community let's take the the very basic the gay community which i i have friends that are gay i mean i i'm friends with james for example and <laughs> you know the, <laughs> The, the the gay community, and you could say this about the um, the Black Lives Matter too. Every I can't. The gay community it's it's been hijacked by yes, all the time. other letters in the alphabet. It's been hijacked by this yes. trans ag uh, agenda, and I and I believe it's really hijacked from the white liberals with money just pushing it and shoving it down everybody's throat with this uh, um, diversity and inclusion and, and, and equity and equality. And yes. it's the same thing with Black Lives Matter. Like Black Lives Matter as a movement could have had a chance if they didn't allow themselves to become hijacked by rich white liberals pushing this disgusting agenda and brainwashing certain people in the movement uh, and, and the, the, the founders and and they, they bought they, million dollar homes, multi million yes, dollar homes. They bought multi million dollar homes because that's what white liberals had them do and brainwashed them to do with the influx of millions of dollars in cash. You yeah. know, ninety million dollars they ended up with, and they were paying. I think one of them paid one of their relatives like eight hundred thousand dollars for mm -hmm. for some bullshit job title. Like where? Yeah. Are all the Black Lives Matter community centers exactly? Where are the community centers? Where are the libraries? Where are the shelters for battered Black women and hungry Black kids? There's a homosexual manifesto in the Congressional Library. Oh my gosh, I saw that. There is literally a homosexual manifesto in the Congressional Library, just like huh? who wrote it? Lindsey Graham. Probably. <laughs> Lady, Lady <laughs> the first line is about how they're coming for our kids. Yep. It's all an agenda. This is why it's in literally everything. Like the transgender community, they're 1% of the population. Less than. Yeah. Like why are they getting so overly represented? It, it makes no sense whatsoever. Right. And they're shoving it down kids' throats. Like mm -hmm. they're literally – they're sending kids – uh, transgender people now to schools to teach them teach them about gender identity. Yep. Like, what are we doing? It, yep. it's, it's disgusting, and they're trying to 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 normalize this because yep. they they're all pedophiles. They yep. are literally all pedophiles. All these elites, they're all pedophiles, and they're trying to normalize this type of behavior. This is why they're having uh, drag queen story hour. They're having little kids dance on, dance on stripper poles dressed in drag and throwing money at them at like yep. the age of six. Yep. And they're just trying to normalize this. It's disgusting. Yep. And I'm normalize sick and tired of sitting here and saying, oh yeah, this, this is what goes on in our country. This is totally okay. No. Like if you want to be gay and you want to be a transgender, go for it. Do it. I don't care. But don't tell children, like, this is the way. Like, hey, oh, you like playing with Barbies? You're five? Right. Oh, okay, well, when I was five, I wanted to be an astronaut and a baseball player. Well, now I host a podcast. Nothing near what I wanted to be when I was a kid. Nope. Like, I always look at stepbrothers, like, at the end. He's like, you guys should keep being kids. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a dinosaur. I wish I stayed being a dinosaur. I just grew up. It's the same exact no. thing. Like, if you're a little kid, you have no idea what you want to do. Like, you're just trying to be a kid, and that's what kids need to do. It's disgusting, I, and I'm sick and tired of it. 
I, I posted something on on my on, on my uh, my podcast page this morning. It was a question where like, could all of these uh, pronouns that are being shoved down everybody's throat and now being so normalized and included in in in, in young classrooms that you know four and five year olds? There's a teacher that was on. There was a video where, oh well. I have the kids come in and they pick their pronoun pins for the day and they can be anything they want. Some of them want to be what they are. Some of them want to try something different. And of course it's a sick, like pink haired wannabe teacher, but it's really an activist posing as a teacher. But could all of these pronouns uh, be uh, like an identifying or uh, grooming system among pedophiles? Yes. Identifying themselves among themselves, almost like a secret handshake. Person. Right, while Minor. grooming while grooming minors with this whole pronoun agenda. Like we're gonna use Alice, the pronouns. Yeah. You know what they're doing in Washington, in Washington State? Where so my one of my sponsors, Kush Creams, uh her she lives up in, in Washington and her daughters uh go to school up there and they are literally kids are literally changing their pronouns, changing their names, changing their gender and their identity to the teachers. And the teachers are not telling the parents like, hey, your kid wants to be referred to as this. They're just allowing it and not allowing the parents to know. They're keeping it to themselves. And that's crazy. Like that's this this is how you develop mental issues. And these kids are going to grow up and they're not going to understand reality. Like it, they're they're just going to live in a fairy tale land. Because I yeah. don't know about you, when I was in school and I wasn't paying bills and I wasn't getting kicked in the ass by life every day, like I thought life was tough. And I look back at it, I'm like, man, <laughs> I wish I'd go back to being a kid again when I was just playing with my friends. And I had to do some chores. Like it was totally different. And everybody's childhood is definitely different for sure. But at the same time, like. these kids have no idea what reality is they have no clue and when you get hit in life it's like getting hit by a Mack truck go ahead it's so on that same topic where the teachers are saying hey you can pick whatever you want to be today and that's between us we're not going to tell your parents there are also schools that have these closets of clothing and attire that the kids can go in and take their clothes off that they went to school in that their parents sent them to school in and change into something else to be whoever they want to be that day. It includes chest binders or, you know, these inserts for your pants or, you know, all kinds of stuff. Right. And, and then they can change out of it back into their clothes before they go home. And it's confidential. The parents don't need to know about it. Why I don't have kids. This is that I would be in jail. I would be in jail. If I, if I heard anything like this, here's what's, I mean, it's all disgusting, horrifying, upsetting, and grooming. But what bothers me the most, as somebody who experienced as a child some levels of like sexual assault or um, inappropriate conduct with adults, this grooms children to not tell their parents about sexual things that are going on with other adults that are in charge of them. This is. Absolutely. Like you don't need to tell your mom and dad about what we're doing here. You don't need to tell your mom and dad that we're giving you these chest binders so you can be who you want to be. You don't need to tell your mom and dad that I'm asking you if you like anal. You don't need to tell your mom and dad that 
I'm filming you doing stuff at school. I mean, it goes from zero to 60 so freaking fast. And I'm sure the teachers are like influencing their decisions as well. I'm sure it's not like, oh, this kid's like, oh, yeah, I want to wear this. And the teacher's like, yeah, here, maybe you want to wear this dress today. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm a five-year-old. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Sure. Why not? Like, the teacher asked me if I want to do it. Why not? I'm a five-year-old. Like, I have no idea what's going on because I'm five. Well, the Austin... Austin just had Pride Week a couple months ago, and one teacher said that over 75% of her class came out as gay after Pride Week. So they incentivize it, they make it fun, they educate them, quote-unquote, so and to speak. How, and how old are those kids? This was uh, this was an elementary school. I think it was fourth grade. And so 75% now are like, yeah, I think that I'm X, Y, and Z because you told me I could or I should or it's fun or it's cool or whatever. And, but we're, you take a tribe somewhere else that doesn't even know what it is. Those kids aren't like, I think I'm gay today. You know, like it's what they're being taught. Just plain yeah. and simple. Well, the society has changed so much as well. And not to say it was right at the time. But when I was younger in high school, and I'm sure you guys the same thing, like you got bullied if you were the, the the feminine kid, like if you were you looked like the gay kid, like you got bullied, like it was not cool. Now it's like you're the popular kid, like you're hanging out with all the girls, like everybody loves you, like it's the cool thing. Like I see videos of kids wearing high heels in high school. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, if you wore high heels in high school, you'd get beat up. Yep. Like you literally, and I'm not saying that's right, but right. at the same time, it was the reality of what had happened. Yep. And now it's like, oh, yeah, cool. You're the cool kid. Like, I want to be like him. Yep. I'm like, oh, what happened? Like, literally, what happened to society? Like, they're, they're, this is not normal. I'm sorry. Back yeah. when I back when I was in high school, there there wasn't 1955? any. 1955? I graduated in 97. I'm, I'm going to be 43 on Monday. Go fuck yourself, all right? 97 i was like 97 nine. What, what, what were you swimming around in daddy still i was nine so 1952 so yeah. the, 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 there wasn't anybody running around you know uh claiming the throne of homosexuality in, in school there wasn't there was no. a kid there, there was a kid um, he was, he was always mad. He was such a scumbag. He was mean to everybody, and he played a couple sports. Um, even I, I even saw him dating a dating a few girls. Fast forward, you know, fifteen years later, when that's when I had found out after high school that. Raging homosexual. He was a raging homosexual. Now he's got the little husband or whatever he is. They have a little chihuahua, and he's a a, a very successful chiropractor with, like, six offices down in Florida. And he's, like, even on TV all the time is, like, this, you know, big, big, uh, big backcracker. I don't know. What's a chiropractor? Anyway, no offense to any chiropractors. I I, I can have a few jokes. I can have a few jokes. But, uh, For that, a professional backcrack. Oh, you don't say, Alan. You don't fucking say. He, he was so angry in high school because back then, if you were gay, you you, you did not want to come out. And, it, you know, it, he must have hated himself all throughout high school until, I guess, he was. It was a much different time. And I'm not it, saying that's right. And, and like you not. said earlier, Alan, at the top of this segment, because I'm sure now me and Alan had a an hour-long talk about fat people. And he got yelled at for us fat shaming. 
Um, so I'm I sure now he's going to get a lot of hate for us talking about the gay community. But you're 100% right when you said the gay community got hijacked. Hijacked. Um, and the, the people that just genuinely wanted to get married to the person that they loved, they, they used them to push this agenda. And it's sick and it's disgusting. And the crazy thing is when the gay marriage thing was happening, you know, a dozen years ago or something like that, like I forget how many years ago it was, um, all of the conservatives were saying like, hey, like this is going to lead to all of this debauchery yeah. very quickly. And yeah. like I said, it's only been like a dozen years, maybe a little bit more. It has it, Obama's term. It happened. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't been that long. And we've gone from where we were pre pre gay marriage to where we're at now and where we're reading kids drag queen story hour we're throwing money at children's rest and drag and yeah. we're doing we're normalizing this type of behavior in the classroom for teachers to allow these kids to change their gender and influence them what's what outfits to wear. like this is crazy and it's a very slippery slope that we are way too far down already in my in my humble opinion this is crazy <laughs> yeah. it is like you guys have kids right yeah, yeah. we have one to- oh, okay does does he go to public school? I homeschool. Yeah, God bless you guys. So, I you you do you actually just you homeschool like he's at home? Yeah. So I pulled him out after the twenty twenty election. I started to wake up to what was going on. I mean, I I had always trusted the public school system. I thought the teachers had his best interest in mind that a public school education would give him a good start in life and. Uh, quickly was realizing how foolish that was and that I needed to take control of his education and lay a godly foundation for him so that he could see life and his decisions through a godly lens with biblical principles according to our founding fathers and our country and our family's values and then make decisions based on that, not be learning it outside and then me be trying to undo it at home. So, you know, I was like never seeing myself as a homeschool mom, but realizing that it had to be done and, you know, figured out and I don't have strong abilities in math uh, or science so I pay for him to go to a co-op or program where he sits in a classroom setting with like 20 other kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays they do science experiments math tests that kind of stuff Uh, and then I do constitutional history reading writing grammar you know poetry spelling like biblical truth all that uh Monday Wednesday and Friday so right now it's summer break but we're in an awesome groove and I'm learning so much. He's thriving. He's got a brain of his own. He can think for himself. He's fully aware of the BS that's going on around him. And he'll come tell me when he sees something that doesn't set right with his spirit. And um, thank God that we're one of the almost 3 million families that started homeschooling since the pandemic started. You're doing it right. So I, when the, when the, the pandemic started and they told they, they sent all the kids home and had us pick up laptops and they were going remote and watching how the setting was and everything. The writing was on the wall. My wife was already talking about it. And I was like, I was almost there because it's like a whole new world. Like you always yeah. think whole new world. When, when somebody says homeschooled kid, we yeah. automatically say, Oh, that's good. That's the weird kid. Right, 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 right. but, but it's so, it's, it's different now. So, you know, when, when she was starting fourth grade, we were looking around, like I was, I was, I was terrified and I don't get, 
I don't really get phased. You know, I'm told I have no emotion. I have a heart of stone. I don't care about anything. You know, and and and, yeah, and you're and a I, piece I, of shit. I am. I'm very, very cynical. Piece you of know, shit. Tra- tra- traumatic life experiences and hard, hard living at doing what I used to do for a living and things just really like it, it did. It, it, I, I, I am very cynical, but whatever, you know, I'm the type of guy that would rather see, you know, two dead people in the street rather than a dead dog. That's me. Let's save the dog. I don't really care about the people, whatever. That's, 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 that's just how I roll. It is what it is. So I'm like terrified of this whole homeschool idea. Like how the hell are we going to do this? Me and my wife are looking at each other like, we're both complete retards. I barely graduated high school. Man, how are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Here it comes. Um, so we're like, you know what? Then a friend of ours said, hey, there's homeschool co-ops. And then there's like there was a, a, a mother in the, in the district where we, we met at her house and we were talking about the homeschooling. And she does a homeschool three days a week in her house. She was a retired teacher. I found a homeschool co-op. She goes five days a week. For like six and a half hours a day. She does six classes. I mean, she knows how to sew. She knows how to multiply and divide now. When she was in public school right before the pandemic, we would get a call at least once a week from the nurse's office where she was in the nurse's office with a stomach ache because there was some sort of anxiety because of all the public school bullshit. There was always mm-hmm. something going on. Now, it's like she she's. I think she's been out twice, and that's only because – we wanted to do something that day and I didn't send her in and she, she loves going to school. It's like a, she, the, the friends she's made and she still has friends from when, from her public school yeah. days that she hangs out with, but I watched them interact together and I'm like, Holy shit. And I'm not just saying it because she's my kid. Like, yep. you know, it's just, it truly is remarkable. The difference of what she's learning where she's going to school yes. and how these public school kids are, you know? Yes. And, and I, I have this now, I went from being so skeptical, skeptical about the homeschooling thing where now I want to just burn the entire public school system to the ground and abandon it and not give it a dime of its funding. I went on a public campaign to fail the school budget in my district, unfortunately, and passed. Unfortunately, it passed because, you know, all the people that were going to come out and vote against it just ended up becoming, you know, uh, pansies about it. Yeah, and and, and voted for the budget, which uh, that and, 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 yeah. It, it's just and in, in the in the middle school in my district now, every classroom door has the little window and they have the rainbow flag on it and it says like uh, whatever gender safe space. Like every classroom is like uh, I'm gonna start slamming my head against my desk so very I- soon. Like, then this you, is the craziest thing ever. Yep. Then you have the multi-gender bathrooms. Then you have, in, in another school near me, you walk into, uh, there's a rainbow flag in the chorus room, okay? And then you walk into one other part, uh, you walk into another school, and you know how all the teachers decorate their classrooms for the year with the boards and stuff? It's like a big, giant umbrella and says something about diversity and equality. And then on one side, it says gender identity. And then on the other side, under the umbrella, it says in big letters, sexuality. You're talking about a, like, fifth grade class. Gosh. So Gosh. It's. I, I quit. I quit. I don't want to do it. 
this is this is what you know and this is so sick because if you if you if you just it sounds like it sounds biz, like it's so bizarre so crazy it's a clown world it is a total clown world there's no other explanation 19 kids will get gunned down in a school and if you turn around and say we should be hardening the schools and taking money and hiring trained right. armed guards like I, when somebody says we should arm all the teachers i i don't i don't agree with that statement because oh. first of yeah. all there's a lot of teachers that don't want to be armed and That's second of all I would rather have separate, proficiently trained security well, guards. But, but but in reality, they just conveniently have to be off camp, having to be off campus when when these right. things happen. Yeah, happen right. Time and time again, I have a Columbine, I have at this one. It's not but, like you know we haven't been doing this. Well, some some places are doing it better than others. There are schools down in Florida. You walk in, I forget the school district down in florida you walk in and there's a combat veteran that they hired sitting there with an ar-15 strapped to his chest he's got his glock on his sidearm he literally has body armor on and and extra magazines and he's standing there and the kids are going to class like nothing's happening because then you get the parents the liberal parents that's going to disrupt the learning atmosphere when my child has to walk past an armed guard with a gun well, that trained armed guard is going to save your kid's life. Yep. Maybe where your kid won't stand a chance without yep. somebody like that there when somebody's coming in, shooting, yep. popping off kids. And then hey, they, then they want to. The um, <laughs> You're a stupid cunt, suck my dick. That's then, what you say to those people. That's all you then, say. Shut the fuck up. Like, the, you're an idiot. Right. Like, but oh, then, then they want, then they want to turn around. They want to raise the age to buy a semi-automatic rifle to 21 years old. You can go off to war at 18. You can vote at 18, although the left wants 16-year-olds to vote. But they 16, They want them to be 16. You can change your gender at, at 8. You can right. get puberty blockers. Right. Then they like. support genital mutilation of minor children and pumping them with hormones with the same chemicals that yeah. they use. To, to to castrate pedophiles, to chemically castrate pedophiles in prison. It's the same drug. It's mm. the same drug. And but that nobody wants to acknowledge mental illness in young people from tyrannical lockdowns and other things. Twisted influence from people that they they are supposed to trust and look up to. I think that plays a major role, not just the mental illness. I'm sure the 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 schooling and things that they're being told plays a huge role into the mental illness. On top of all the chemicals that they're pumping into our food and all this garbage yep. that these kids are eating, yep. uh, it, it plays a, like look at all the seed oils and the soy and the estrogen that's in our food. Yes, that, it, 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 generationally that plays a drastic role. I I continue to say that our our parents, maybe Alan's generation, I should say. No, uh, our parents' generation, uh, the, it was really the food that they went after because it was our parents who really went through the fast food right. scourge where we were canned goods and right. uh, you know powdered milk and yep. you know everything was processed. Yep. My mother's like, yeah, we had powdered eggs in my house because she was one of nine. Like we, just, that's all we could afford. Yeah. Like that, and then fast food, TV dinners, and then yep. our generation was the schooling, and that's when they started indoctrinating yep. the kids because our parents got civics in their school. They got home ec. They got things that they'd actually use in real life. Right. We didn't. That was all taken out and removed from us. Yep. 
So they really start, and that's when we got standardized testing and curriculums. Like our parents didn't have curriculums. It was like whatever that school board decided to teach, that's what they taught. Now there's federally run curriculums and all this nonsense. It's all indoctrination. And, uh, and they've been doing it for decades, but the food is a major, major issue because you think they started with our parents. Now our generation is having kids. So we got a little of the trickle down effect from, from them. Now we're trickling it down another generation and they're eating even worse than we are. Cause they're getting this, this garbage baby formula that's filled with chemicals, aluminum yeah. Yeah. nonsense and yeah. they're encouraging not breastfeeding. And right. it's, it's literally upside down world. It's like, Hey, right. breastfeeding is not good for these kids. Right. How about right. it's so sick now? It's so sick now that just, I think just within the last couple of days, the Biden administration is it, turning around saying, listen, we're going to pull funding and they're doing it at big time in Florida. They're threatening. We're going to pull funding for free school lunches, government funding. We're yep. going to pull it. If you don't uh, comply with the LGBTQ policies and agenda set forth so if you don't want to play the game where kids can where harry can dress up as sally and harry can cut his dick off and or wear chest binders and dresses in school by getting dressed in the cubby hole behind the classroom no more free lunches for you no soup for you if you don't want let your kids be transgender gender mutilating mentally yep. ill mutants and you're, you're no also classified as a domestic terrorist for yes. speaking out against it Yes. Yep. Yes. This is. It's. It's. So I'm curious. So I, 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 I want to focus more instead of on all the negative. I want to focus more on the positive because I really think what you guys are doing with, uh, with your son and homeschooling, both you, you as well, Alan, I think is brilliant. And I think a lot of people go into the homeschooling situation like you did Alan where you were like, how, I, and, and you as well, like, I can't do math. Like I, I I'm ter- like, I'm literally retarded and I'm, 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 I'm kind of retarded, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you, you put an equation to find X. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You lost me. I have no clue what I'm doing uh, as far as this goes. Cause I have no reason to know. Like I haven't found X since I've left high school. Um, like really think about it or the, the circumference of something like that's not something that I'm into. Um, that's what she said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Girthy. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that, uh, that gives people anxiety. Like I don't even have kids and just the thought of having kids and knowing that if I did, I would put them through homeschooling. I'm like, this. how would I do this? Like there's yeah. no way. Like, Tell people some processes that you guys went through to find some of these co-ops or where they can go in their area or things to look for uh, to start sending their kids to homeschool so they they can truly get a better education, not just not just get away from these liberal policies and these crazy lunatics that are right. trying to indoctrinate your kids, but actually benefit the, the child and get them better educate better education. So, yeah. what are some steps that people can do? Yeah. So. Yeah, I did. I felt like I can't homeschool him. I just can't. Like I can't. I do, a, I don't want to. That would take so much away from my free time. And B, um, I can't. Right? Like it was a matter of praying through it and getting past that and realizing I need to do this. I have to do this for my child. These aren't regular 
days anymore. This is pretty extreme. And if I care at all about his future, then I'm going to put my concerns on the back burner and I'm just going to figure it out. We're going to go for it. It's like, if I had tried to wait till I could figure it all out, I don't think it ever would have happened. It, it, I pulled him out of school and then was like, we, we going to figure this out. And I started reaching out to other friends that were homeschooling and I almost had too much support and too much help. I was kind of overwhelmed by all of the people who were offering the types of curriculums they used or the hangout groups or the science this or the presentation that or the river day this or the chess club that or, you know, field trip this. I was like, okay, okay, like, um, this is too much, you know, and, and moms were joking about how they needed to take a break from all the socializing that they did and their kids did because I think most people are afraid like Alan that mentioned was one of my questions I had yeah like that your kid's going to be a little weirdo or antisocial which I don't even know where that narrative came from I, I know everybody like thinks of a homeschool child and picture somebody in a pioneer skirt like little house on the prairie but turning some butter Turning butter, but if you've ever met homeschooled kids, they're brilliant. They're smarter than most of the adults in the room. Half of them are taking college courses from their bedroom. They're like well, well educated in not only curriculum but life skills, which, like you were mentioning, James, isn't being taught anymore. Everything is a learning opportunity. So you joke about churning butter, but I'm over here like, uh, we're making bread today. You need to know how to make bread, and yeah. we're making cheese today. You need to know how to make cheese. Well, Let's, let's be real. Like, look, look at our reality right now where there's food yeah. shortages yeah. and things like this are, are, are not just some crazy conspiracy, like prepper nonsense. It's like, Hey, you need to learn how to garden and yes. you need to learn how to build yes. And, yes. And, and do, do things yes. to provide because yes. soon the government's not going to be there to do it or right. everything's going to collapse. Like right. what construction company is yes. going to want to go and build something if they're not getting paid? Right. Nobody. So, so you right. learn how to do it for yourself, and and oh. and it's a very evil reality that we might be facing. It yeah. is, but when you do it, it's so rewarding. It's like you're actually getting back to some sort of primal desire or need or way that you were made or built to do those things. Because when you do it, there's such a sense of pride and joy, and then it's like you quickly develop these skills that seem very natural. So you know, we've been planting a garden from seeds and watching everything grow, and then learning how to cook and use those foods, and then turn it back turn the plant back into the seeds to plant later. Like this is, I would have laughed somebody out the door if they told me I'd be doing something like this. I'd have been like, okay, you freak like that. I, I'm going to target. Um, and now you have I'm the greatest there. stay at home mom there is Rob. <laughs> All I keep picturing is the patriotic cockroach with a mustache and an ultra MAGA shirt crawling. And around. I see him dancing with the vacuum. That's what I see him. Staying at home. Like, yeah, that's the video I picture Rob being a stay at home mom, just vacuuming and dancing through the house. I think you had the apron oh, okay. on. So, but both of you were dancing. I was cracking up. I was cracking was up. I was dying. That was the Miss Doubtfire scene. Yeah, I um, loved it. But to answer your question, I'm sorry, that was a roundabout. There are Facebook groups in every town. Uh, co-op or meetup or group or field trip. I mean, what happens if they kick you off Facebook? That's a great point. <laughs> there are usually homeschool, um, like associations or 
you know, like places you can call and you Googleize. Like you can literally go on the you Googleize machine. On the Google yes. machine. Let me Google. Yeah, no, you Googleize it. Yes. I'm gonna you Googleize it. Yes. And find I would it. Say, yes, I mean it, the resources are vast. Okay, uh, I, I mean, it, it would be hard not to find something. Um, and there are moms that do these YouTube video reviews of curriculum, so you can kind of figure like Google like or YouTube search or Rumble search, uh, best fourth grade curriculum for I can see you doing some YouTube channel like that, Joey Lynn. I can see you like when this is all said and done and you're just chilling and not having to worry about fighting off the, the federal government. Yes. I can see you doing some cool YouTube channel because you just bring so much energy, like teaching people how to homeschool or doing something to that effect. Oh, I love that. I think that's such a great idea because I've learned so much and I didn't think I could do it. And uh, the first thing I would say is, Anybody can. The resources are replete. Uh, the curriculums that we picked are specifically with the good and the beautiful. They have a phenomenal constitution curriculum, um, but it comes with a parent guide and answer key, but it also comes with the way to teach it. Like, so I'm learning right there with him, but then I'm able to inform, be informed when he has a question, you know, or to go through. You have a little help. higher understanding of what's going on as an yes. adult. Yes. Able to kind of explain what what's yes. going on. That's awesome. That's but I never it was called Good and the Beautiful. You said yes, the Good and the Beautiful, and that is the concept. That's that like classical curriculum concept that everything you learn should be good and beautiful and enriching to your daily life, um, and and that you know it's that higher level of thinking. And so, if you're learning something in grammar they're still incorporating something else like poetry or something maybe about you're learning about like another country or like geography. They're just incorporating all different aspects of learning into multiple subjects. It, it's not uh, like public school. Oh my gosh. It's, where they're incorporating LGBTQ and that's it. That's all they're incorporating. The kids are learning literally nothing. Race theory. Oh my, my kid God. couldn't even alphabetize a spelling list when I pulled him out in fourth grade. I, I was like, what was actually happening at school? And and he was coming up, he was telling me that he was finding stuff on his iPad at school because it was not set up with safety, you know, like. Yeah, watching the websites and stuff. Yeah, and the teachers aren't engaged. You know, they're just having them sit there behind their little plexiglass shield on their iPads for, you know, eight hours a day. And, and being a homeschool mom, I've learned it does not need to look like school. It does not need to look like that government-established um, industrial, like on purpose. It, right. It there is no need to sit there and spend your entire like some people are like I cannot teach my kid from seven in the morning until three in the afternoon. Perfect. You don't have to. You know, like your kid can get forty-five minutes of your undivided attention, and then they can work independently for another. 30, 45 minutes, depending on their age, and possibly get all the schooling they needed for the day. And then everything else that happens at home is home ec. Real life skills are going to be way more beneficial to them moving forward. And of course, as the children get older, they need more time, you know, and they're able to manage their time better. But I mean, when you're spending that interrupted time with your kid and it's flexible with your schedule, there are all kinds of tutorial videos on how to unschool. That's like when the kids start saying, well, my teacher at school said X, Y, and Z, like on the upstart. Well, oh, it drives me nuts. You know, well, that's not, um, you know, and how to address that. And, and even in your brain, because we've all been through school, 
And we kind of think the same thing too. Like I need to stand here in front of a chalkboard and no, absolutely not. No. Well, that's, that's so important because I always had issue with why I had to do it. Like, that's what I always questioned. I was like, why do I have to go to school for six hours, sit through these classes and then come home and do three hours of homework and do all this extra work and then go to bed and rinse and repeat every day. Like I didn't have a chance to be a kid because I was doing just bogged down with work. I remember walking home from school with 15 pounds of books on my backpack and I weighed, I didn't break a hundred pounds until I was in high school. Like I was a tiny kid. Um, (laughs) And, well, you know, uh, back when I was in school, I had to walk uphill both ways in three feet barefoot. of snow. You had, you had, you, you had to make sandals out of out of out of tree bark. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's dirt. Six miles one yeah. way. So, yep, yeah. trudged through, through through snow and treacherous weather in Long Island, New York. You know, uh, does your does your kid get from? Well, he's in the homeschool co-op two days a week, so he didn't doesn't get much homework i guess coming home from them right um so depending on the teacher sometimes uh, like he'll have um he had two teachers this school year and one teacher was like absolutely no homework and then the other teacher was like homework every thursday that's due back on tuesday uh but i mean that's a huge huge amount of time to be able to get it done and honestly it was not a burden it was a reasonable amount yeah, uh, I, I tell you that the, the public school homework, like when she was in third grade before they, they shut down and she was coming home with this stuff. And I'm like, this, yeah. this, is, this is third grade math. I, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know. How, well, I don't know. Well, they, the do they also do that on purpose? Like everything that they're doing in school that was created mm-hmm. by the Rockefellers yeah. is done on purpose. It's That's designed. Great. To not to have us follow directions, repeat and regurgitate, not ask questions, Ooh. listen to the authority, listen to the bell, move, move, move from when the bell rings, we go and move somewhere else, yes. just like in the workforce. Yes. But then it's also it's also there. So it's to disassociate the parent from the child yes. to make the child think that the parent is stupid, that yes. the teacher knows more. Like, yes. like you're looking at this long algebra, or long division, and you're like, PEMDAS, uh, Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. What does that mean? Like, how do I do this? Right. What is going on? And I'm sure, and I saw saw videos of of how they do common core math. It's way different than what, how we taught, how we were taught now. Way, way different. And that's again, done on purpose to make us look crazy. We're like, oh, no, it's easy. You do it this way. And the kid's like, no, the teacher told us how to do it. And you're looking at it. I'm like, yo, this is. Yes. Backwards, like this does not make any sense. That's a brilliant point. That's a brilliant point, and I guess I didn't even realize that's part of that unschooling that you do have to kind of do with your kid. Uh, But I, I learned from uh, some. Hey, so you're interested in homeschooling? This is why public school sucks. Kind of videos. Uh, That exact thing that you talked about when the bell rings, you like get up and you move to the next funnel, like you're funneled out with a herd of people into the Pavlov's dog. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. And how you're not put with people based on uh, your intelligence level or it's just kind of like it's just it's very uniform. Right? Like if this is your age, this is your group. It's very categorical and don't ask questions. You don't get to make changes. Um, you don't get anything custom tailored for you. Um, and so, you know, with homeschool, I can challenge my child like he's on a ninth grade level for reading but he's on, you know, a seventh grade level for math. So I can buy the curriculum 
accordingly or you know absolutely it's it's just it's i can't preach it enough but think about this like like for me for example me as a kid i have as you see watching the show if you watch on video you have the pleasure of me moving in my chair constantly like i i can't sit still i have such a hard time sitting still my adhd is through the roof and you guys just all watch me smoke a ton of weed and i'm still like let's go guys like i'm all over the place i cannot sit still now put me in a classroom as a child where I have to sit still and pay attention and focus in on what I'm doing on something that I don't give a shit about. Like, I don't care about algebra. Like I don't as a kid. Now I'm sure there's millions of other kids like me who are just like that, who want to go out and be a burst of energy and go do things, get my hands on things and be active and not sit in a classroom and be like, Hey, follow directions, not act out. Don't, don't sit still. Like don't talk to anybody and yeah. just shut up and be a, a, a robot. And they immediately then go because of public school. Oh, this kid has ADHD. Let's give him medication. Like yeah. one of the things I'm most thankful for about what my parents did is I told them, I was like, Hey, like I have issues focusing. Like I want to get tested for ADD. And they were like, no, we're not, you're not going like, we're yeah. not, they're not gonna like, sure. You might have it. Sure. You might have ADD, but they're not medicating you like it. Right. No. Right. And I'm so glad that they did that. Cause so many kids got, over medicated it's basically yeah. meth and it's literally yeah. them just looking at hyperactive kids that shouldn't like a, 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 a 12 year old boy or even like an eight-year-old boy should not be sitting in the classroom like hey this is what i need to do teacher like shut up don't answer for six hours out of the day like it's right. crazy right i agree the fields. yeah i completely agree uh so what is your so you're you're sticky you're gonna stick to the home you're gonna stick to the homeschool thing for the the foreseeable future right now that's what you, that's I sure am. I didn't even think that I was I um so when I pulled him just like you Alan we had started the virtual schooling because the COVID lockdowns yeah and I, I was like listening and I'm like uh what what did they just say or on right. the contrary like why is nothing happening why are you learning nothing like what right. is going on here? and then he's sitting there for hours and hours and hours and he wasn't getting any socialization they're so worried about socialization okay well we had our kids locked down for two years nobody uh was worried about that you know um it's just that they don't want people to homeschool because it's better for the kids so then that yeah. had a poor narrative and so i was like you know what i'm gonna pull him uh, and I'm going to try to challenge him because he was GT. Well, he's GT. Gifted and in I was not in that class. I was in the slope. What is it? What is, what is GT? That's gifted and talented. So it typically oh. requires some sort of like differentiating of the curriculum where it's more challenged or, you know, they get extra work or whatever because they're hyperactive. They're moving a lot, talking a lot. They finish their work early. They want to get up from their desk. And so they just like pump more and more curriculum into them to try to like occupy them or they pull them from the classroom to go to another classroom where they're more challenged and, and so on and so forth. And so, um, you know, I was like, okay, well, he's learning nothing. Um, he's getting stupider by the second. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I was noticing that yeah. he was gaining weight, you know, like he was not lean and mean like he used to be he was like soft and chubby and i'm like i i don't know i just was like i can do this better i'll just do it until things go back to normal that's when i was still doe-eyed and hopeful and i hadn't been fully woken up yet and right. so i was like well, by the federal government yet yeah you know back in the good old days you know and, just you know regular regular thing you know nothing no big deal 
Yeah, big just, just, yeah, just, you know. Oh, the, we missed the mustache. It, it, I know. Sorry. No, it wasn't the same. And, and so I, I was like, this is temporary. It's just for a little bit. And then when he started opening up to me, because I would say things like, hey, how was your day at school? And he'd be like, oh, it was good. And I'd be like, what'd you do? Ah, nothing, you know. And I was like, well, this is how kids are. Uh, but I really wasn't probing. Again, this was back when I thought the school had his best interests in mind. And I thought every day was a good day. Um, you know, he'd start to say things at home while I was homeschooling him. Like, well, you know, my teacher at school actually had said X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, my gym coach who would wear gay pride clothing would tell me that even if you told me I could take my mask off, I need to keep my mask on. Even if I'm at home inside and you tell me to take it off, I should tell you I want to keep it on. And I'm like, what? That was happening when you were at school? Like our school? In our conservative town? Like the good school I had you at, that was happening. And I'm, but he wasn't telling me these things. And I wasn't probing enough. I'm just assuming everything's all good and stuff. And then he'd be like, yeah, there was this kid in my, in my classroom who started to say that he was a girl and he wanted us to call him a her and by a different name. And he was painting his fingernails and wearing a dress. And, you know, but he wasn't, when I'd be like, hey, how's your day at school? And be like, fine. What? <laughs> These are the things I want to know. Um, and so I was like, I don't know that I want to send him back. Maybe I'll send him back in high school. Then I started talking to some friends who had kids in high school and they're like, oh yeah, I mean, you know, my daughter's friends have, uh, there's coke problems all at the high school and I brought it to the principal's attention and the principal says they have bigger problems to deal with than that. And I'm like, okay. So I'm starting to hear these like horror stories of what's happening at the high school and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm never sending it back. <laughs> yeah. That's I think that that's where my head is right now. Unless we move out of state and I have a different um, outlook and vibe on the schools, like where I am in New York, she's she's not going back to public school. But if yeah. we if we end up moving, let's say down to South Carolina, the, the biggest thing I want to look at too is the schools to make sure. Hey, you know, this is a place where if, if it's in that that middle school, high school time, that that she would yeah. be okay going to, and I would feel that she would be. Uh, but I, I'm not confident in any of the public school systems anywhere. So I, no. I, as of right now, I think I'm pretty confident that she's going to be in a homeschool co-op. And, you know, I already I told her say, she can't date till she's 35. So she yeah. might as well just stay homeschooled. Smart move. Smart move. I, 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 I feel like if we love our kids, we will homeschool them. Like, it's just Bryson is always saying that. And he's so right. Um, and I love that my son can have somebody like him to listen to that has that kind of influence that uh, reaffirms homeschooling and Christian conservative values and um, isn't, isn't going to bend to what other people tell him to say. Like, I love that because, you know, my kid feels cool, but he's homeschooled. And uh, when he hears raps like that by Bryson Gray and, um, for you know, Jude got to meet him at CPAC too, and that, that was phenomenal. And like, I, I felt he's always saying, if you love your kids, homeschool them. If you love your kids, homeschool them. And I feel like, we're in we're in a 76% conservative town and it's a small town and it is one of the top 10 places to move in the United States and that was happening at his school so i would just say to you 
cat. I don't know that you could find that perfect place in your kid because the left looks for the education system and infiltrates it. And um, it's everywhere, no matter how conservative the town is, no matter how small the town is. I mean, and I didn't know what was going on. I just feel like if you are going to put your kid back into public school, they would have to go through such rigorous fundamental value establishment at home that they would be like bulletproof going back to the public school system. You know what I mean? And that yeah. I have the same opinions on college. I feel like yeah, the college same is even worse. College. Colleges are even worse. Like I said, that yeah. video Matt Walsh was talking about a woman. This this woman was the dean of the medical department at Brown. Brown is Ivy League. Yeah, and we're oh, literally talking talking about she can't even define a woman and she can't yeah. even talk about reality like she's like oh you know what reality is do we define the chicken as a what like is no. what is what? going on it is went for all the ivy league schools with darwinism and they started replacing fundamental christian values with darwinism and eliminating all the you know christian theologian type philosophers and teachers and replacing them with friends of darwin and so they started there and then oh like jeffrey epstein had an office at uh harvard <laughs> just a coincidence did he really <laughs> yeah he had an office yeah jeffrey epstein had his own office at harvard never graduated there just like he got a, a job yeah. teaching calculus at a prestigious that uh, I school knew boarding school in, in New York with no degree in calculus or math or anything. Oh, well, um, he, he was a benefactor. He had money. We don't know where it came from. <laughs> you can't trace it back. It's crazy. His one, his one lone client, Leslie Wexford is the founder of like Abercrombie, Victoria's Secret, uh, all those companies, but that's his only client on the books that we know of. Wow. That, that whole thing is weird. Oh, we can go down that rabbit hole yeah. on another episode. Down, <laughs> we mean, will. We we will. You 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 guys have been with us for like two hours now. I feel like we're taking up your entire <laughs> night. So if I, I you I know, can't we, believe it's been that long. It, oh my it, god! It, it, it's, yeah, it, we're it, having a blast. I know this is awesome. Me and James just, last, last Friday we were we had a three and a half hour episode last Friday. Me and James tend to like we we, we can't neither yeah. of us can shut up, so we just keep going and going and going. There's so much to talk about though. Like, look at what's going on. Like every single day, there's something new to just be like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> we, meanwhile, we 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 have you guys on as a guest. You, you know, yeah, you're hanging out with us, and it's like it, it it's 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 two hours, yeah. and I'm I'm sure you guys have other things that you want to do on a Friday night than hang out with us two bearded freaks for another hour. So, yeah. <laughs> I got all dressed up for this. This is my Friday night. No, I, I do need to feed my kid uh, dinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so now all of a sudden we got to feed the kid. We got to yeah. feed the kid. The kid's mom of the year. <laughs> yep. No, listen, you're doing a great, you're doing a great job. Both of you, both of you. Well, uh, can you just tell everybody where they we're gonna well we already did i have all your your socials in the show notes and everything we'll put you give send go but just uh give a shout out and tell everybody where they could find you and i know you guys have a website also so just tell everybody where they can find you thank you alan yes we have a website it's freespeechdefender.com freespeechdefender.com from there you can learn about our story there's a quick video that you can share with your friends or family to let them know about what's going on um, or if you know somebody that would be interested in having us on their show or 
outlet to tell our story, that would be so helpful. Um, there are media updates, uh, legal updates, and a way to contact us. That's freespeechdefender.com. You can also get to our fundraiser from freespeechdefender.com as well. And I'm excited to say we just ordered some yard signs, some stickers, and some more t-shirts that have our Biden is the worst logo on them. And it's got it. a giant sausage because uh, we live in a German town that has worse best. I love it. So we're going to have all that. We're going to have a little merch tab on, on the Alan, you got to go to, to Worst Fest next year? Yeah, I love German food. So Texas and German food and to hang out with oh, these yeah. two nut jobs yeah. and drink beers, I'm in. Well, no, well, if, we go, if we go to one of those events, maybe they might be there as well. Yeah, uh, right. We might be going to Rochester. Oh, yes. So we, okay. Is that, do they have a sausage fest there too? No, for one of the uh, the uh, reawakening horrible. I know. So um, this okay. We have a week long sausage fest in New Braunfels. It's our town was founded by a German prince in the 1800s. And uh, can we just stop for a minute? A jerk. We'll go. We're going to a week-long sausage fest with a German prince. I mean, yes. let's go, Alan. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't miss it, obviously. It's, it's the place to be. So this is the shirt. There it is. Biden is the worst. Come on. So good. It's so good. Holy and shit. So we'll have yard signs and stickers, too. Um, last year, the shirts were such a hit. We sold, like, 600 shirts just wow. a couple weeks before Worst Fest, and we could not – we probably lost – 4,000 sales because we didn't expect them to be that popular. And I've seen them all over. All kinds of people have them. Uh, and I don't even think they realize what they represent or that it was even a fundraiser. They just thought it was funny. Uh, so we're trying to brand it a little better with like a website on it. And so you can get those at your website? Well, in about 10 days, I'll have a merch tab. I'm working on that right now. And I'm going to call that up. Make sure you tag us both. Okay. And you share oh, yeah. that so we can okay. we can share that to our audience. Okay. Uh, so make sure you tag us both in that. Yes. And I'll have you get y'all some shirts and some stickers. Like I'll hook you up. Um I wanna put I know, I gotta get you guys I gotta get you guys some more gear as well. Yes. Yes, we love your gear. I want to yeah, bring up I know, I, know. I, see Rob, I see you guys rocking my stuff all the time, and I'm like, man, I got to get them some some good stuff. <laughs> we love it. We have uh, our friends who bought them too. Like, I know. Yeah. I love you. You guys are the best. You guys are the best. <laughs> Alan has some stuff. I got to. Hey, yeah, I'm slacking over here. Uh, I'm, a struggle, I'm a struggling podcaster. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, we're all working on all kinds of projects. I'm getting ready to launch the Patriot Cigar Company in the next couple of months. Oh, I got the, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Our church I, is called Cigars and Sermons. So we'll what? have to get some, yeah, we go to a church called Cigars and Sermons. And uh, our pastor's slogan is that he's putting balls and brains on Christians and bringing back toxic masculinity. sponsorship of the church. Uh, from the Patriot Cigar Company. That's that's, yeah. that's that's pretty awesome. So what I'm I'm doing is it it I'm hoping by August it's I'll have the website up. I have right now there's ten thousand cigars being being uh, hand rolled in Nicaragua and and they they they're gonna be I I have four different uh, four different sizes and blends coming out. Um, they're uh, three of them are, are named after uh, missiles in the United States military. I have the Moab, the Hellfire, and the Mark 48 torpedo. And then I have the TNT. 
there. I'm I'm big, I'm huge into cigars, so I was like really picky on what the blends were gonna be. And what I plan on doing is like with influencers, do it. I want to be the Mike Lindell of cigars. I want to give everybody promo codes so everybody yes. who's sponsoring shows or or or, or working with collaborations to, to, to promote it and be able to give back. And then I want to give back to veterans and first responder charities like uh, Tunnel for Towers and uh, Folds of Honor. Those are the two uh, charities I want to give back to with, with a portion of the sale. So I'm hoping by August it's uh, it's full blown. You gotta up come up. Running. We gotta do. We gotta do a must a mustache line, like a mustache cigar. A mustache. And the proceeds go to the Maceros's fund. We can do that. It's gotta be a limited edition now. Yeah, very limited. limited edition. Yeah, and it has uh, uh, it has the Patriot cigar on on the tag, but it has a sweet little mustache to go along with it. On the maybe, tag. And, and maybe we'll call it the mustache ride. Yes, no? yes, yes. <laughs> Son, Alex, I need credit for this. Uh, oh, I need a, a little uh, credit. That's fucking amazing. That's amazing. That needs uh, to happen, and a portion of, and a portion of the proceeds go to the Maceros' fund. I'm that sure would be pretty cool. We could probably make that happen. So we'll we'll, that, we'll, we'll see what happens. Every, you, you actually, happen. speaking of other shows, I want to connect them with a couple other people. Uh, have you guys tried reaching out to Cash Patel's uh, program? So I met Cash Patel at CPAC. Yes. And uh, um, I I saw him walking by. And I was like, Cash, Cash. And he turned around and I'm like, Cash, I fill out an application on your website because you have a website that's helping people fight back against the censorship of social media and slanderous media. Uh, and I'm getting sued by the Biden administration, you know, X, Y, and Z. And he was like, okay, um, I, just fill out an application on the website. And I was like, but I did. I haven't heard back from you yet. And he's he like, well, I don't even deal with it. That's what he said. He said, I don't even get those. I don't make those decisions. Just try again. And then walked off. So um, I have, I am not done trying, uh, but that's, that's one of those situations where I expected if I met the person, it to really be like, Oh, we're helping you. Yeah. That's how I felt when I met you guys. I was like, I got to do what I can can do to help you guys. Unfortunately, again, most of these people don't give a shit. Yep. That's just that's just the 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 disgusting truth of it. I don't care if it's Cash Patel or 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 somebody yeah. who, who whoever it is. You know what? If it's not that all they're all the same to me. That's why none yeah. of them none of them impress me unless it's something that, that in it for them. It's they they they're really not interested unless it's emboldening them. It's 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 promoting them. They don't yep. care. They don't care. Yeah. And that, no. that's how it felt. And it was, you know, like, here's, this is actually me and Cash. Yeah. I managed to get, like, Took a picture a with you. I was like, can I get a picture with you? And then you just walked away. So that, oh, I thought for sure, you know, that's... but I don't want to trash talk him because I feel like maybe there's still a chance that he would care if he understood more or I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Mm-hmm frustrating because i really thought we really lined up with his mission yeah but um that's what i was thinking and that's another one of those you talk about somebody is one way on camera and another way off camera i would say that that was an experience i had Uh, it it goes it goes unfortunately where you 
it's 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 horrible to 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 say it like this and 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 it's going to sound horrible is you have no value to him i know that's how people think i know, I know that's how i know it i know it's my core i don't understand like it makes no sense because a story like this if someone were to champion it would be huge yeah. like it would bring a lot of attention to whatever whatever they're doing as well like it's like like mark levin's radio guy one of the people screening calls, like answered call, and I told him my story, and he's like, "So it has nothing to do with what we're talking about on the show today." And I'm like, "No," but and he's like, "Click," just straight hung up on me, and I'm like, "I swear, Mark Levin knew that I called him." Did he have a Spanish, have a Spanish accent? Do you know the, the the call screener? Do you know if he had a Spanish accent? He didn't. No, because uh, I one of his call screeners. Yeah, he has his own show too. His name is uh, Rich Val Valdez. Okay. Um, we follow each other on social media, and I know he's one of Mark Levin's producers slash call screeners. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, you, do, you do more than just follow each other on social media. I, oh, yeah, I, well, yeah, I yeah. Him, well, I talked to him the what other day, and I, I asked him if he wanted to come on my show and you know, and, and BS, and he said, yeah, anytime. But I don't know. Maybe they have multiple call screeners. But that's sure. the thing. It's, mm -hmm. if, it's, if, it's if it's not fitting what they're talking about or it's yeah. like – it, yeah. it's, they, they, they want people where, like, if everybody knew who you were, like, if you had already had a viral moment and everybody knew who you guys were, everybody. Then, oh, then everybody would be calling. Yeah, they would be contacting you. I mean, mm -hmm. and there yeah. are people there are people that are going viral for the most bullshit things. Yes. Like, no offense to him because he's a great guy. He was just on James's show. He's on my show. We 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 cut we we uh communicate on social media all the time but jared yeah. schmeck i mean yeah. the guy called norad and had joe biden say let's go brandon i agree and he became this viral sensation and yeah. was on every talking head show yep. in the conservative movement known to yeah. man okay i know but i wish some... i could have that break <laughs> yeah, i know hey, jared's a great guy we had a great time on our show and you it's guys are one of my favorite friends like we talk every day like love them but i agree like if we could have had that kind of a shot at being on david harris jr's show or Benny johnson's show or you know he's a turning point usa ambassador now which i have no desire to be but the doors that have opened for him have been huge and um, I hope we can have that kind of opportunity soon. I hope that that is something that we can experience soon. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, the Lord has been faithful. But um, I agree, like, we're, we're nobody to these people. They don't see dollar signs when we talk. Although I feel like our story is pretty significant. They're not hearing it or they're just um, not putting the pieces together. But um, I think they'll all regret it at some what point. You, I wish what they you to do actually have you because you have i know you you have everything saved of all the media outlets that said slanderous things about you guys yeah you should make a montage of that and like layer it out with the article the news like the headlines the the, the views talking points and make a, a little montage and post that out on TikTok and everything like that and and hop in front of the camera how you do it with all your energy and just so people could see how the media came after uh, a mother and a mother. You should be countersuing. Are, any, are you any any chance of that or any any movement on that, on countersuing all of these people that are calling Bob's you these things? Defamation? 
I think I might I might have I might have asked you that on my show. I don't remember. We want it really bad. We want it really okay. bad. We want it for the American people because most of the people who donate to us say, "I'm donating to you because I want you to hold them accountable." You know, so, do something so. this money, and we want to hold them accountable, and we'd love to recuperate our 401k and you know so on and so forth. Um, but it just—it's a brick wall every time we try to pursue it, and Why? they're they're just sipping my ties on a beach while they beat us up like a pinata, and we're like. Well, why can't we sue them? Why is it so hard to prove? What do you mean uh, it's almost impossible or statute of limitations or we have to focus on this first or we don't have enough money? Of limitations. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's all so frustrating. Johnny Depp just sued Amber Heard for $50 million off of an op-ed she wrote years, years ago. Um. I wish that I knew the legal system enough to be able to have a rebuttal when I get shut down on that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, I don't. And was your your lawyers not giving you any advice on any of this? Well, what did he say at the beginning? We couldn't we couldn't afford to counter sue. Um, and then Why? I think the media has on a lot of media they have a one year statute of limitation when they slander you for when you can sue them. Yeah. But some of it wasn't social media. Some of it was mainstream media. Well, no, that, I'm that's sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what we're like, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so, like the view. So who, who told you that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like a lawyer's told you that? I think it. I think an attorney told me that, and he told me he was like, I mean, you can look. He's like, it varies state to state. He's like, you know, he's like, it would be expected to be more than two years. You know who you guys should reach out to, and I know someone who's very good friends with him. Uh, he's actually he has a he has a show who I, I'm actually going to connect you with him. He does a live morning show on my network on the Patriot Podcast Network from 10 a.m. to 12 uh, p.m. His name is Kevin Allen. He has the Kevin Allen Show. Um, I, I I I go on his show just about every Friday, and and he does two hours. He talks about everything. You guys should go on his show. But he's really good friends with um, Norman Paytas, who's Alex Jones's attorney. Oh, does all, okay. yeah, he, he's really all good right. friends with him. I met Kevin Allen at CPAC. Yeah, he was there he with had, his big cowboy hat. Yes, and yeah. he had me on his show about a week later with Angie Wong, who oh, said yeah. you do all kinds of things to help us, and she has not responded to us since I, then. I, I think she's another grifter. He speaks highly of her. She, she, I know she's involved She's involved heavily in some campaigns, heavily yeah. in some campaigns, and I know yeah. that gets in the way of everything else. Everyone's in campaign yeah. mode, campaign right. mode. But yeah. I, I'm because he actually reached – Kevin Allen reaches out to me all the time, so I'm actually going to reach out to him either tomorrow or Monday because I know I'm going to be on his show at some point next week, probably Friday, and I'm going to tell him that he should connect you guys with Norman Paytas because, again, um, that's Alex Jones' attorney, and he's on Kevin's show a lot. Maybe he has some insight for you, and uh, I'll get on Kevin to reach because he, he, he says he, he speaks to Angie Wong all the time, and uh, – Maybe we could push that issue a little bit more too. That would be awesome. Thank you, know, you so much. Thank you. you know, for he, thinking he, about that. No, no, no problem. You know, Kevin asked me for a lot of stuff, and we 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 speak a few times a week, and uh, I'm always looking to help people. So I'm going to press him a little bit to try to yeah. press her, and at least maybe get an introduction. I, I don't know what Norman Paytas is doing. I know he does some Alex Jones work and other stuff. I know he's still. A pra- I don't think he's retired. He's still a practicing attorney, and I still think he's Alex Jones' attorney. But uh, 
maybe he could at least connect you guys for a conversation and, and see yeah. see where it goes. So I'll, 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 I'll do that this week. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. And, and I'm just curious. curious like, I, don't I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, have you talked to Roger Stone since the last time we were on your show? show? Like, does he, did he, did he know about what's going on? I have, to, I have to be honest with you. I mentioned it, but fault of my own, because when him and I spoke, we started talking about a bunch of other stuff because he's working on a couple campaigns. And I, I will. I actually just guest hosted his show on Lindell TV last Aww. night. He, he was stuck on a plane. He was stuck on a plane and he texted me, he says, hey, can you guest host my show? You can do whatever, do whatever you want. So I'll, I'll also talk to him this week. I'm going to send him because he has his own show every day. Hey, Mike Lindell, there he is. Smash to stash combo. There it is. I don't know. Smash to stash. Mike, Mike, Mike Lindell is like amateur out with his mustache compared to you. So. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I didn't want to be the one to say, say it. it. <laughs> no, it's not even close. Look, look at me. I'm twirling mine because I'm jealous. I'm, I'm going to send – I'm going to send – when I uh, – tonight, I'm, when when we wrap up the show, I'm going to send Roger the uh, your link to your Give, Send, Go – because it gives a bio of everything and say, hey, these are the people that are getting sued under the KKK Act. You might yeah. want to reach out, maybe have them on your show. Because he does, a, he does a, a nightly live show at 5 p.m. Eastern on Lindell TV called that The Stone Zone. So, so cool. maybe I don't want to put pressure on you. I didn't need to call it. To, I just, um, are you kidding? I, you got to shoot your shot. Absolutely. Well, I love it. You guys, listen, absolutely. Don't hesitate ever to ask us for anything. Seriously. Okay, I always you. say, I always say, you know, Keep throwing shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, that's what I do true. and things okay. like that. So there's a, there's, okay. a few, uh, there's a few other people I'm going to send you links to just to say, hey, maybe you should – these people are getting, you know, just financially destroyed railroaded. by the Biden administration and railroaded. Thank you know, you. They were, because, you know, everyone has to remember your story because when it did happen, I remember when it happened. I was like, oh, look at mm -hmm. this. And now yep. they're trying to say people are attacking the Biden bus. When yep. We knew it was bullshit. So yep. we'll yep. – um, Yes, yes, most people were talking about it and don't realize something can come from it since then. So thank you so much for boldly sharing it. And I think the website has the same bio that the fundraiser does, but it also has more information. So if, if uh, you're sharing, the website's better. I think the website's better than the fundraiser because it's got the way to contact us. It's got interviews like with you guys. I've got those posted. I've got Diamond and Silk. I've got... You know, they can see that I've okay. been able to have dialogue with other people and they can see the legal updates and they can get the bio okay. along with the video. So I think if you're sending it to them just to be like, hey, have you heard about this or here's more information, the website's probably the best. And it can also get them to the fundraiser. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely send it to him tonight um, and he'll – He'll probably respond. It's, he, sometimes I'll text him and he'll he'll respond right away. Or he'll respond in two days, depending on how busy he is. I know he's been traveling, but I, I will I, I will send it to him and well, in the hopes yeah. that. Uh, as a matter of fact, what I want you to do also is um, send. I'll send you. I'm gonna send me an email with a contact number for you. I have your email, and I'll okay. forward the actual number also. A phone okay, number yes, for you guys. yes, sir. So, I'll do that. Right away. There she goes with the sir. Oh, wait, 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 wait what's yeah. with the sir? Alan definitely the sir. knows sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not deserve that title. Right, you know what? They got to feed their kid. And I yeah, actually, I know. We can keep him here forever. These and, and I, I love I you guys. You guys and, are and, great. And, and actually, actually, I, I 
I'm I'm getting I'm getting flagged. I got to take care of a couple things too. So <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I and I I I I'm, so my 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 daughter's home and my my wife is 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 out with uh, her friend. So <laughs> You know, I'm getting the hey, what are you what are you doing? I thought it was going to be a two hour show. So this is what, this is what we do. When we you do actually told shows. your we daughter it was going to be two hours, Alan. I tried. I did. I know. I, I, it's, it's such a lie. It's Freedom Friday. We haven't done a two hour show yet. We have yet. This is our, our sixth Freedom Friday, and every show is three hours plus. A man yep. can dream. A man can dream. I'll have to. We'll we'll have to make it up for next Friday. He's, and we'll... he's as delusional as these people that can't define a woman. <laughs> What's a woman? What's a woman? So, guys, I just, just want to say thank you. you. I'm so blessed to call y'all friends, and y'all are so genuine and authentic and fun, and you've got such a smart, sharp, and brilliant perspective on politics, and you're not afraid to talk about what's going on when so many people are. And I'm just so honored to be on your show, and that my husband and I get to do this when life is so difficult that we can have a fun Friday night with people like you guys to make us smile and to connect us with other people just so that we can continue our fight like with energy with resources with hope and i'm just so blessed and thankful that y'all are on mission and y'all haven't gotten sideswiped by dollar signs or you know y'all really care about the people and i'm i'm just blessed to call y'all friends well i love the the both of you guys are such good people and uh i'm rooting for you big time and uh anything i I can do to help i will always do whatever i can to help you know as useless like as he is, he will do everything he can. Yeah, to I always say don't, don't ever hesitate to ask. You're never asking for too much. If we can okay. help, we will gladly, gladly help the both of you. Uh, you're such amazing people and don't deserve what's going on. And I, I can't say this enough. You're not alone. Uh, we're, 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 we're in this fight with you, and I pray for you guys all the time um, because you're such good people and don't deserve this at all. I appreciate you guys coming on the show always. And anytime you need a platform, if you if you got a big announcement that you need to make, you're always, always welcome. I'll, I'll make room for you to get you on for even a quick little segment just to tell the world what's going on. You guys are always, always welcome on our shows. Freedom Friday as well. Um, anytime. Thank you, guys. Um, thank, you. thank you. God bless you all. Have a good weekend. All you right, as guys. Well. We'll, we'll see you guys soon. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Uh, all right. Wow. They're wow. awesome. They, I love they them. Are, I really do. They're such good people. They're such such good people. And they they have they for all of the all of the shit that they're going through, they just God have bless. this. I, I don't know if I could have that. That oh, that, dude, that, I, that this positive. is why I say to them all the time, Alan. I say it to them. I'm like, God chose you for a reason. Like, not many people could go through what you guys are going through. Yeah. The the financial struggle, raising a child, like everything that you're going through. 99.999% of people would have crumbled and withered and just been like, bend the knee to the government. What do I got to do to make this go away? Leave me the fuck alone and, and got destroyed. But they're in the fight and they're sitting there and they're taking it straight back to the government. They're saying, nah, we're not going to play this game. And I have so much respect for the both of them. Uh, they're raising their child the right way. Uh, they're such good people. And, and I, I'm very excited to, see their journey and uh, see them beat the shit out of this government, this tyrannical government that's bringing charges against them. I or not charges, like, a lawsuit. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, the civil bullshit. I, I would, so part of me wants to see the judge have a sense of clarity and dismiss the whole case. Paid off, I'm sure. Right? I'm sure he's paid off. 
He's black. But another, another part of me wants to see it go to trial, a civil trial, and have them kick the shit out of them and win. And then Bro, when they does, win, go. sue everybody. If it does, we should go. If they have a civil trial, we should fly out there and go. That would yeah, be epic. I would, show support. I, would, I would absolutely consider that Texas, Austin, Texas. Just to show support um, because that's crazy, man. It's the fact, like, I literally, when I, when I say, when I tell people their story, they, they think it's not real. They laugh at me. They're like, that's not real. They don't, what? You know what the, the, the big thing of, oh, it's not real is when you tell people they're, they're getting sued under the KKK yeah. Act, like of 1871. Like, and what then is you, and then and then you look it up and it's like how is how is that even possible like it's hold on i i now i just gotta googleize it for a second you googleize yeah. it yeah okay it, it makes it, like the fact that this is still this still existed it was created for democrats that were hanging republicans like yeah, that's so, why this law was created the 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 kkk act of 1871 it was uh, April 20th, 1871. On this date, the House approved an act to enforce the provisions of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States and for other purposes, also known as the KKK Act. Introduces H.R. 320 on March 28, 1871 by some idiot representative in Ohio. The bill passed the House on April 6th, blah, blah, blah. A heated debate. Okay. Uh, the K the KKK Act, the third of a series of increasingly stringent enforcement acts, was designed to eliminate extra legal violence and protect the civil and political rights of four million freed slaves. The Fourteenth Amendment, ratified in 1868, defined citizenship and guaranteed due process and equal protection of the law to all. Vigilante groups like the KKK, however, freely threatened African Americans and their white allies in the South and undermined the Republican Party's plan for reconstruction. So, I'm, I'm surprised they even mentioned that the, that it was the Republican Party. I'm surprised they they, they added that little tidbit. They, oh, this what is you, on. This is actually uh, history.house.gov. Backslash historical hyphen highlights. Yeah, it's this. This is, but how do they fit? This is the loophole they were able to sue these two American citizens over the the Biden administration. Driving their car with a Trump flag on it. It's the craziest story I've ever heard in my entire life. Like I can't believe it. And who was the fucking brain surgeon that said, "Hey, we should sue them under the KKK Act of 1871"? That's what I want. Example. They're turning the this couple into an example, and that's what they're trying to do to discourage the rest of us from you know showing up and you know exercising our First Amendment right and and driving our truck to show our support for the president of the United States and. Hey, we don't want you here because you suck. And look at our like. I let me let me let me let me let me. Let, I'd, I'd be. I would love. I can't speak right now. I'm retarded. I would love to ask some of these crazy raging liberals um, that agreed with them suing the KKK prior to the country going to shit, and then ask them that question now. Be like, hey. Uh, do you think that what they did was wrong, or do you think they were justified to be driving their truck with a Trump Trump flag next to them? Uh, because look at our country right now. This is why they were driving their truck, and this is why we supported Donald Trump, and this is exactly why people 
uh, were protesting against and, and showing love, not protesting, but showing love for the current president of the United States uh, against Joe Biden. I tell you, I would love to get a, 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 a liberal to come on with us. And it'll never happen, dude. I, I would know. love just I, like, just bro, open invitation to have a conversation. I, yeah, it's civil conversation. Like, let's just talk. But it, it turns out to be like what Matt Walsh is doing. He's doing the same thing. He's having these conversations with them, and he's just literally just telling them what reality is, and they're cr- they're withering. They're just falling apart. They can't answer these questions or have conversations about this because they have no argument. They have nothing. They 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 live in a in a fantasy world. They literally live in la la land. So they have they have nothing to stand on. Like they could come on this show and say a, a, a La La Land statement and it's so easy to dismantle and, and break down just with logic, logical questions. Like simple, we're not like raising crazy intellectual questions. Like a lot of these questions are basic level based on simple reality and, <laughs> yes. you know, it's, it's not difficult. So, and they crumble, they can't handle it. So they'll never come on. Like, do you I see know. the climate change guy on Joe Rogan? Do you see this? No. So Joe Rogan went after he apologized like a cuck. <laughs> he said, I'm going to start having more, you know, uh, people from both sides. So he had a, a guy who's uh, very against climate change and, and uh, had him on asked all the questions is why he doesn't believe climate change is as the country, as the government lays out is real, like mm-hmm. we believe. And then he had another guy who's like a, a scientist at Texas A&M, a professor, and uh, he had him on right after, and he's like, well, why, why don't you debate the, this guy that I had on the day before? Like, he's open to having a debate. Like, why don't you sit down and have a discussion? He's like, right. well, wh-? He, he's like, I would never. I, I, I don't debate people based because the science is settled. And he went right to that. There's no, there's no debating. And he's like, well, why not? Like, he lays this fact that counter, counteracts like this. I'll narrate it. I'll be the narrator. We can all have pre-planned questions so you can be ready with all your research ready to go and we'll have a debate about it. And uh, he just did not want to do it. These people do not want, even, even the people that are professors, they don't want to have discussions. So on, we were just talking about him, Kevin Allen. He has the Kevin Allen show. He was approached by this uh, couple. Um, The, they were on my show a, um, a, a while back they have a social media platform that goes. Uh, it's um, it's called uh, Speak Your Mind Here, and it, it's something similar to like Facebook. And they're actually from my neck of the woods, and they want to do a game show A-Town. of sorts called The Master Debaters. And this guy Kevin Allen from the Kevin Allen Show is going to moderate it. I think they're going to they're going to film the first one this month, and I think they're going to do it on his platform on Sundays. And I have to have a conversation with them, but I think they're going to it's going to come to the Patriot Podcast Network. So it's going awesome. to be basically like every week they're going to have a Republican and a Democrat and a topic, and they're going to debate it, and and Kevin Allen's going to moderate it. I don't know if I have all the facts right, but I have to ask um, them. I have to have That's a conversation. Cool. So. That's if they have something like that, they're going to be actively looking for people to 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 
as part of the debate. So we you might have some to, of these liberals our way. Like, let's have some fun. I want to see where it goes, or if anything, they may have to have us cycle through as like the people on the right to debate these people on the left on on this show, depending on what the topic is. And uh, and then I want to see, hey, if if they're going to actively be able to recruit, this is the, this is the one thing I'm I'm wondering if they're going to have difficulty with is being able to come up with the liberals that got to want to do this on this game show. I agree. Like as soon as, as soon as they start talking about some gay shit, I'd be like, why are you gay? And they, <laughs> they just hang up the phone or they saying some dumb thing like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how I, it could be fun. I mean, if they, if they actually, I, can I would get love a, to, I'm so I, down. I would love to, if, if you know any liberals, like hardcore liberals that want to come on and debate and, and, and talk about what's going on, we open invite. Just let us know. We'll set and, it up. You know, it's, I swear the word debate now is a is is a tainted word because it Let's automatically – uh, Right. Like it, just, it doesn't have to be an argument. Like I'm not looking cool. to talk over anybody. I want to hear what people have to say. I want to have an actual civil conversation with people that don't agree with 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 – my view, and I want them to explain their view to me without anybody attacking each other's humanity. Like that's what well, I, I truly, truly want. That. We need. It's very important that we get back to that because I think that's exactly why we're in the situation now. Like one of the most disgusting things about what's going on in today's society is that lifelong friends, family members are cutting each other off because of political ideologies and political views and. Uh, things like that, instead of discussing things and working things out and sometimes even agreeing to disagree and still being able to communicate and be friends and family uh, needs to, we need to get back to that. Like, it's sad when I hear about people that haven't talked to their family because of political views, this, that, or the other, like, it's, it's not good. Um, so I, I, I think, I think, I think I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to do a little social media advertising on – and anybody who might be listening or, or eventually going to listen or watch this, if you know a liberal – call, A calling all liberals ad? like A calling all liberals. Like we just want to have a civil discourse. We want to hear your side, and we'll, we'll bring you on a Freedom Friday live show. We're not looking to own you. We're not looking to school you. I mean, maybe you'll come on and own me. Maybe you'll come on and own James. Maybe you'll open our eyes to something. I, I you know, I, I don't know, but I want to hear what some of these people have to say. And the, the, uh, there's no, like, we're not going to get, I, I don't want it to be where we're going to gang up on anybody. You know what I mean? No. Like, no, I, no, I, we wanna, I, I, I want to have a discussion about why you think. These things are good. Like I want to talk about why they think the election wasn't rigged and hear their point of view and understand why they believe that they're not trying to indoctrinate our kids and there's no agenda behind this. And, you know, I want to hear these points right. of view and maybe they're different conversations with different people. But I, I truly want to understand why they think what's going on is OK, why what they think is going on is normal, why they think Joe Biden's doing a good job, Obama's a good president. There's so many topics that we could discuss uh, with climate change, et cetera. Um, I'm tired and, of having the conversation through social media comments and memes. You know what I mean? I, I hate it. I hate it. I uh, hate it. 
I truly, I'm going to put a post out on my social media and you, you, you should do the same and saying, Hey, calling all liberals. Like we like, let, let, let's pick a topic right now. Like we want to have a conversation. We want to invite someone on the show. What, what, what do we want to talk to somebody about? Like, tell us what really general, what Joe Biden is doing good for the country. That's why you think Joe Biden's a, a good president. I mean, we could keep that broad. So I, again, calling all liberals, we we want someone. Again, we're not going to attack you. We're not That's going to discourse. gang up on you. We we want civil discord. We just want a conversation. If somebody out there knows somebody who help me who help has, you, yeah, help we me just, help you. We, we we may not agree. Then we may surprise each other and agree on something and disagree on other things. It's not. Oh, your president sucks and Donald Trump is the best. No, that's not what we're looking to do because I'm not even going to bring up the orange man. I want to someone to sit and 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 yeah, there's no point. I no, want to know why you believe why? Joe Biden is 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 the man for the job. I want to know why you believe Kamala Harris is the is is the best person for VP. Like I want to understand why. I don't I I, I don't want to hear I want to know what more. policies yeah. they think have helped America up until now. That's what I'm yes. looking for. I don't want to hear that. Oh, orange man, bad orange man, this orange man, that like, nope. that's not uh, an answer. That's just deflecting. I want to hear why you think he's, he's not just, not because he's better than the, the last guy, but you had, there were so many other options that they could have put out there. They chose Joe Biden. Why are you sitting here supporting this? It makes no sense. In um, even if you're Bernie bro, like you should be even extra mad at this party like it makes even more sense and it makes even less sense that these bernie bros are still supporting this party after how many times they rigged it against their guy i still to this day say if they put bernie up there instead of joe biden it'd be way more believable than what we're getting right now i want them to be you know uh you know the uh jordan belfort the wolf of wall street sell me this pen yeah seriously sell me this pen just tell me why Sell me this president. Just tell me what what Joe Biden is. They can't is, without is referring good. back to an orange man. They can't. They can't. They can't you, that's the only rule. You can't tell me how bad the orange man is. You have to tell me what Joe Biden is doing good for this country and have real, you know, well, convictions. You didn't, you didn't he's, having, he's, he's, he's having the the biggest K-pop band in the world come to the White House to hang out with him. You didn't see. It's just unbelievable. Really it's is. It unbelievable. Really is. So anyway, we had another Freedom Friday. This was great. We had the Massaros on. I mean, yeah, it, was fun. it was, you know, I, I can't believe we're going to finish under three hours, which means I know, you know, next week will end well, up being, we have you know. time constraints. You have to daddy duty. I have to take the mother-in-law to the airport. There's, you know, See? normally we'd be going another hour. We have we we have we have lives like everybody else, and this is you know we have to attend to them. And uh, I intend on enjoying my weekend. I'm going to unplug from politics all weekend. Uh, my sure. birthday my birthday is on Monday. I haven't decided if I'm going to do it. Oh, what are you? What are you? Sixty seven? No, I'm forty three. Scumbag! I'm forty three. Happy early birthday, buddy! And I hate I hate odd numbers. I hate that I'm going to be 43. Like all right, 42. Like I honestly want I'm to fast forward right to right now. You're 10 years older than me. I want to fast forward to 44 because I don't like odd numbers in my age. I've always it's weird. I've always been like that. Like, you know, 
when I was when I was 21, I wanted to be 22, and I fucking hated being 23. So it's like I'm 43. I I just want to feel. I just want to be 44. Give me the double fours. That's it's an even number. There you go. I don't know. It's well, like that, I, it, I prefer 45 personally. Um, I'm going to be pissed when I'm 45 because it's going to be a five, and I I have this OCD thing with Barry. odd numbers. You don't want to be, Bar- be Barry though. He's 44. 40, um, 44. True. True. 44, 45, guys like Barry Satoro. Um, yeah, happy, happy early birthday, dude. That's that's amazing. So uh, make sure everybody reaches out to Alan on Monday and, and wishes the old guy Don't happy birthday. Don't fucking reach out to me and say happy birthday. I could care yeah, no, less about my birthday. Blow up his DMs, send him dick pics, you know, happy birthday. Just blow up his DMs to the point where his phone is vibrating all day and he has to shut it off because it's so annoying. I, um, I got I got the best the best birthday card in the mail today from my my mommy my mother she sent me the best birthday I posted it on my social media but it literally said it was it was the I don't know if you can see it, it was the official Trump birthday card uh-huh that right and then it, yeah. it open it opens up it says happy birthday to a real winner anyone who doesn't send you a card is a total loser I that love was the, it that was the birthday card from my mother I got in the mail today. Well- Enjoy your birthday. Enjoy your weekend, man. Uh, and and relax, rest and relax. Uh, go check out the Maceros' website. Link down below. Uh, send them some love. Send them some prayers. If you can donate, donate what you can. Also, uh, keep praying for Marley Dog. Uh, we found out it wasn't right. meningitis, which is a good sign. So hopefully it's one of the. Uh, it, hopefully it's the Neosporo, and we'll be able to get her fixed. If it's not, we're in we're in deep trouble. So keep the prayers coming. They're definitely working. Uh, I can't thank everybody enough. Alan, it's been a blast. Another Freedom Friday, my friend. Can't wait for next week. Another Freedom Friday. We'll see you soon. We the People Radio, James Curry. My show, The Great Divide, 1776.com. We'll see you next Friday, everybody. Have a great weekend. God bless. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle 
for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. You can't handle the truth.